Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. The following message is endorsed by Lane Smith. Hey friends, Ez here. I wanted to give you all a quick update. Over the years, I've started a wide variety of podcasts with various friends in different fandoms, and it's been wonderful meeting all sorts of different people. As I enter a new phase of my life, I'd like to invite you to join me and my Rosie as we continue our podcasting journey. We'll be covering both Star Wars and Harry Potter and our new projects, Star Wars Hangout and Shell Cottage Radio. If you have the time and you've enjoyed any of my previous projects, I'd love for you to leave me a review on those projects as a vote of confidence. Lottie and I enjoy creating a warm, cozy audio experience full of positivity to help you through the work week. There's also plenty of opportunities for you to add your voice or your thoughts to the show. Thank you for all the support over the years. It's truly meant the world to me. As I continue this unexpected journey here, I hope to see more of you over at Star Wars Hangout and Shell Cottage Radio. Links in the description. But most of all, I hope you're having a wonderful day. My great thumb. <laughs> my great my thumb. great thumb. Hold on, hold on. My great my great thumb. Yeah, my great thumb. As in migration. As in as in my my great thumb. My my migration. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz that's what the Harfoots are doing. Dude, I, okay. you just tell me, you just tell me when we're when you just tell me when to record, bud. Oh, 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 we're, we're record. We're right in. Oh my, we're, we're in. in? We're, we're we're live, son. All I know is, Adar just confirmed that he's Maglor, one thousand percent. He one hundred thousand. In two very and as I said, as Sarah informed me earlier this week, you can't be a thousand percent. I was like, okay, thanks, Sarah. That's that's true. Hundred thousand percent. Yeah. His response to being called Sauron. 
right? Yeah, no, he's out. He's out. He's and out. And then the he's like, no, 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 no. I'm I am a god. Mm-hmm, All right, mm-hmm. I'm not Sauron. I hated him, yep, even though I did yep. some bad. And then the way he's making him pledge his allegiance is th- Waldrag is through a, a, a kin slang. Oh, kill your own oh, kind. Oh, oh, stop. <laughs> See, become and, like me to serve me. Ah, uh, and you know this is why we subscribe here wholeheartedly <laughs> on an unexpected <laughs> podcast. To the Payne and McKay As, gospel uh, of Tolkien. Okay. You watch your dang mouth. Listen to me, young man. <laughs> you look you look Tom Shippey in the eye and yeah, you tell yeah. him that you're okay with this version of Farazon. You hey, do it. You, look, you put your hand on a on a holy Lord First of the edition Rings trilogy. Hobbit. Okay. We're on and different pages. And you poke yourself with some blood and put it in some gold yeah. and you hey, swear it. you look Tom Shippey in the eye and you say, did you <laughs> think of those wheels on the wagon? Did you think of them being the doors of Hobbiton? No. You didn't think of that. Pain and, and McKay say, thought of that. Yeah. And you know what else he'll say? He'll say, but you know what I did think of? Yeah. I don't know why I just made him Jamaican. <laughs> that the nuts in their hair yeah. are, but a, are but a twinkling. Of the many little hobbits to come. A direct symbol. Yes. Yes. Fruits. Of their productivity. Yep. Yes. 100%. Wow. 100%. All I want to know is, Tom, Tom, were you fired or did you cast it into the fire? Wow. Yeah. We. I really, I honestly, I really need to know what happened with Tom. I, I think as he just, I'm, I, dude, I think the, he just consulted and said, you guys got it. The, the wheels of the doors in Hobbit, I'm out. I'm good. Start, I'm starting. Like, I know. I'm starting to wonder. I'm starting to wonder if he was. Oh man, I, I, I'm. I'm, I'm thinking I'm, he was in over his head. No, <laughs> there is a tempest in me. Oh my! There is a tempest in me of of utter confusion and conflict. Man, I thought. Yeah. Man, I don't know. Man, tell I us. Don't let's, know. let's tell. Let's, let's let folks in on a little secret that we're not going to. I'm not going to keep safe any longer. I don't okay, so I don't know how much I want to dive into this though, because I don't want to. I, to, I, I I've been playing with about fire this all day. You're playing with fire. I've been I have been torn up about this all day. You said that I I went and touched the darkness, my friend. I feel like scales have been lifted from my eyes. To quote another good book. Wow, wow. I feel like <laughs> I feel I feel so weird. I am. I have grappled with this in a way that I don't, it's probably more than I should have. Cause it's just a dumb TV show, but uh, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> hey, don't you dare insult don't the you. Lord Payne McKay. Hey man, don't, don't, you, don't you ever do not do, do not get sacrilegious. <laughs> the, run, the, the runners of I, show. How dare thee? <laughs> this is like, we, we've heard of, you know, the gospel of Matthew, right? Luke and John, who else was in there? David and <laughs> Peter. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I was trying to go, go to the old Ezra, uh, Gospel oh, Ezra, in there. Uh, but no. Oh, but, so yeah, yeah I, we have a, we have a, we have a dilemma here, folks. We have a dilemma. Yeah, Lane's yeah. Lane's out. Lane Lane has. Well, hey, hold on. Hold on. Oh, hey, oh, hey, oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Sink two of those ships real quick you before take, we get you out take of the my name out your mouth in okay. the words of Will Smith. Okay. Is that what he said? Wow. Is that what he said at the Oscars? No, yeah. Something like that. My wife's um, name. Yeah. <laughs> right. How did Will uh, Smith get into this episode? <laughs> Let's go. We're off to a great start. Oh gosh! Wow. Oh, Will, save us! Oh man, mm. I'm so I don't want to get into like too much of it because I'm still I, off off air. Off air, I'm gonna I'm gonna just I'm gonna um 
vomit this all out, like on the drive home. That's if fine. you still want to talk to me yeah, at that yeah, point, yeah, 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 yeah. About I'm going to delve deep with you. I'm going to go find some mithril in the cracks. You were but... looking in some, some seeing stones of your own, is what we'll say. Right. Dude, and, let me let me say I have the perfect analogy, right? Okay, so okay, we've okay. used we've gone back to this this proverbial well time and time again, and I feel like it has never failed us. Um uh we you know, we were at the kids' table, right? Yeah. We've yeah. been in a restaurant this whole time, dog. So why change the scene now? Mm-hmm. Well, I I ordered one of my favorites, right? Okay. I ordered something that I love, man. We're sitting at the kids' table, we're enjoying ourselves, we're happy as hobbits. I order I order a dish that I know I love. Yeah. And it comes. And we're sitting and we're eating it. And I'm eating it. You're eating your thing. We're all having a great time. Or drinks are going around. Snails. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, it's it's snail wings. Snail sauce wings. Snail sauce wings. Yeah. Got it. The stranger's over there at another table. He gives me a little nod. You mm. do snore. And, right. <laughs> and I'm just like, this is great. This is awesome. Yeah. And then what happens is I see... A table over. I start looking around. I sh- yeah, and I, should I have looked around or should I not have looked around? I don't know. That's the real question, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I looked around. I see to the table next to us, someone gets their plate. Yeah. And as that plate, I'm looking at it, and right. I'm like, well, I didn't know that was on the menu. And I, it's either something I've always wanted to try yeah, or it's something I love even more that I just didn't even know was available. Yeah. And what makes this even worse is that dish isn't even real. That person isn't even real. They're a ghost. Mm -hmm. They Mm -hmm. haven't happened. They don't exist in reality. They only exist in theory or in possibility. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm literally sitting here craving ghost food. Yeah. Yeah. And so I feel a little bit like a wraith in this moment. Okay. I do. I feel a little bit like torn a race between two worlds you're in the, i do you're in like the... the king like the king of the dead i feel like i made a vow to the uppers <laughs> goodness dude <laughs> and then in the hour of need i said you have you nah. betrayed us <laughs> i betrayed i betrayed you all <laughs> are you kidding me? Well, was, hey if we're speaking of oaths did like elrond <laughs> keep his oath or did he not i Jeez, dude. i can't tell like <laughs> like i said before if we could just call this episode the apology if we could get timbaland and one republic to do a middle earth inspired too late to apologize that would be great right are there right. like eight apologies in this episode i mean everyone's apologizing to everybody dude i think I'm it's sorry. In, in elvis sorry. It's, it's uh gohenonin <laughs> Go, go hang on in. I'm not even kidding you. I'm looking up right. There is actually, okay. I'm sorry, there is no word for sorry, but there is a word for forgive me, which of is. Of course. Of course, I don't know how to say sorry. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so this episode should be called Go hang on in. Yeah. That's yeah, what I'm go. saying. There was so many, yeah, apologies. I mean, that's just um, the internet, so I probably swore it out. <laughs> like, or, or, or just some <laughs> random language. That's fan, fan I mean, literally, that's answer.com, so no one knows. <laughs> I got I got Lottie looking up on this side. There's the, oh, I, there's shit, another version. Like, there's another there's another version that's got a bunch of dots and, and weird symbols on top of it. You know me, I'm already sweating looking at that. I ain't even gonna try to say it. You're like, is this braille? Or is this is this the written word? I don't know. Oh my. Oh my. Oh oh. All those umlauts. Ooh. Too many umlauts. Umlauts. Um, yeah. 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 Wow. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. So that's that's just kind of. Um, where I'm at, I guess to be a little more clear, I, so this whole time, right. We've, 
man, it's just be careful what you ask for, guys. Jeezy cow. I mean, at some point, I think ignorance is bliss. But like what happened was we this whole time we're like, you know, all these people who want to come out and criticize the show. But then it's like their criticisms are kind of seem sort of petty, whatever. Mm -hmm. Right. And then or not even petty, just like, okay, well, yeah, that's not a big deal. And then we're like, okay, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, you think you can do a better show? Prove it. Prove it. Mm -hmm. And we hadn't heard or seen any ideas. Yeah. And then so this week, I, I can't even remember what it's a couple nights ago, maybe. Um all of these like um uh uh rings of power uh critics have been like popping up in my YouTube feed because I, I you know, a few weeks ago we all know I, I started going in the defense of the rings of power, spurred on by these these videos, and uh thought I was clicking on another one. I just thought I was clicking on another one, man. Uh-huh. And this thing comes up. Right. And I start watching and I see that it's two hours. I'm like, good Lord. Dang. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And essentially what I what I found myself thrust into was someone else's idea Mm -hmm. of how of how this show could be laid out. And the theory of their of their concept was making an entertaining show that was also true to. Tolkien, and it was also that he, this individual, also used all of the source material that Amazon claimed, you know, says they have the rights to, mm-hmm. on, like only those materials, only those writings, and then um, produced this before the show was released. Okay, and made a point of saying, I think it's easy to criticize stuff once it's out there, like that. Anyone can do that. That's simple. Uh-huh. He was like, I, I want to lay out how I think it could be um, like the plot of a five season arc could be done before there's anything okay, available okay. to everyone. And yeah. I was like, wow. So anyway, that's all I, and I, and I watched it and I, I, my mind was blown and I learned a lot. Like it's in the same way that when you watch nerd of the rings or you go in and you check out um, uh, uh, broken sword or Tolkien talk, any of those guys who, mm-hmm, who do mm-hmm. like historical YouTube uh, Middle Earth content. Yeah. So what was it? My, my mind was blown. Yeah. What was Do, the name? I, you remember what the should name I share it? I don't know. I don't see it. Well, I think like people will just, if they want to go check it out, you can go. Cause there are some people who, okay. who, who listen to us who are, who are like, true. you know, That's Hey, true. Yes. I'm super, I know. I feel, I'm super critical of this or I, and, maybe they're in between, you know? Yeah. yeah. And here's the deal. I feel like everyone's going to hate me now. I feel like people who are really excited about it and I'm still, I'm still excited about it. Like I'm still yeah, yeah. enjoying oh, yeah, this yeah, show. Yeah. And I had to, I had to kind of sit back today and say to myself, Okay, now with this knowledge, because I have to do something. I have to do something with this knowledge in my head now. Yeah, I have to do something with this with this other phantom okay. that's out yeah. there. There's a phantom out there, and then there's what the show really is. Yeah. And yeah, um, and so I I have to move forward with that. Uh, so I had to just kind of say to myself, okay, this is more so than this being an adaptation of the Second Age. This is almost just like an original story set within the Second Age. It's mm-hmm. almost kind of like what Star Wars has done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like this, this video pointed out very quickly that like the, the, that there is a, um, you know, like a, a, oh geez, what's it called? Like a time, a time crunch or oh. a, a time. Um, I don't even know the right word, uh, uh, constriction or something or, or manipulation. Yeah. 
Yeah. The, the, the biggest thing that I was like, oh my God, I didn't even realize this because again, I'm, I'm not uh, an expert in the second age. I'm not an expert in the third age. I'm not an, I'm a fan. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, this, same. this realization that like Kella Brimbor, mm-hmm. uh, had been, well, I don't want to spoil. Is Lottie listening? I don't want to spoil anything. No, no, she's good. No. But, okay. Okay. Kella Brimbor had been dead for like a thousand years by the time Miss Yildur was born. Yeah, I've seen so that on Twitter. That, yeah. So yeah. that means that the rings have already been made. Yeah. And so it's like this this idea that so to me I'm like well, and then I start I start paying more attention to these and I'm like, okay, like have any of these events really happened in the second age? And it's like, n- no, not really. Mm-hmm. Like all these things that are happening right now, either other characters did them or they didn't happen. Or and so it's just kind of like all right, I have to with that knowledge now, I have to just think of they, this as an original second age story, right? That right. Is is like um, inspired by Tolkien, and then I can make it work. So anyway, these this video that's put out, and I, dude, I'm I'm serious. I want you to be really careful if you watch it because I know how you are, man. I know well, how you are with lore, but yeah, I know yeah. also that you're really good at. Yeah, I'm, I, be, I, I, I'm inspired a, by you. I got a massive do, head where I can separate. You know, I know you do have that big old, yeah. that big old cubed, cubed <laughs> head. I, you got it, just like my my little Ruth. It's yeah, the same yeah. shape and size. Uh, um, where you can you can do you can deal with all of it, and I'm I'm inspired by that. I want to deal with all of it too. Like I want to be able to take it all yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, it's uh, so yeah. If people want to go check it out. It's uh, Tolkien Untangled. I'm sure that a lot of people know that channel on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's essentially laid out like the first four seasons and how he would, how he would have. And I think the biggest thing for me is just like, how did this one guy who albeit like is, is a, a, a surprise self-taught expert to a certain extent, figure yeah, this yeah. out. And like, you know, all the resources that were put into the show either chose not to go that same direction or couldn't also fit. And like, even just like his idea for the, how, in his interpret in his um adaptation how this show would open i mean like it almost made me cry dude yeah wow okay yeah and so anyway i it's just hard to i'm still i'm still reeling from that so like mm-hmm. i'm trying to get myself together and i like this episode i like this week yeah yeah i liked episode 5 it was it was awesome like there were some i, I freaking loved like hello and anthony was all over the place man yeah. Was oh, like, he was all over. I know. I love it. He's like straight it. up leading this episode, and like we, he has a fiance. Oh, dude. We, okay. Like, yeah. I know. I know. Okay. So funny that we just talked to him, and like he, it's like this is his his like his breakout episode. He's fighting Galadriel. Galadriel taps him on on the on the back with, the, with the butt of the sword. <laughs> like, come on. She she literally marked him. Yeah. I mean, she marked him. She's, she's like, marked. hey, boy, come on, yeah. keep up, let's go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 So th- there were so, there were a lot of good things, but then like the stuff for me that I'm, and I know it's a long play stuff, but. Like man, Elendil is getting less likable. Gilgalad is getting less likable. I, I know that they're probably building for some kind of like redemption, but it's just like, oh my god! Like, uh, they're, they're, I don't know. I thought it would. I don't know. I thought it would move past that a little bit. And uh, mm-hmm. I feel like the same. We're having the same conversations with Halbrand and Gladriel for the past like four episodes. The same. It's the same thing. And so, yeah, I don't know. There were things I loved, things I didn't. I I loved the stranger stuff. Like I, yeah. I who yeah. do you think? Who is he, man? Like uh, well, he said it's it's you. What do you say? It's be, uh, what the line about being he's, caught in the dark. He's Gandalf. He's he's Gandalf. 
He's Gandalf. Yeah. <laughs> like, but, but it's it's creeping me out with this, like the ice and the the fire, and then the the mystics are after him, right? All right, these crazy right. things. Yeah, I know it's crazy. Let's bring in somebody who who might know the answer though, real quick. Let's bring Let's them in do here. It. Let's do it. Can you hear us? I can hear you. Oh, this is is this Billy Mortensen? It is Billy Mortensen. Good Lord, Mr. Todd Robbins is joining us. It is so good hearing your there voice, he man. Is. How are you? Living the dream. How are y'all? We're doing good. Yeah. We're doing good. Doing good. Doing um, good. We, dude, we want to know what you're thinking of the show. What'd you think of episode five? What are you thinking about Rings of Power? Lay it all on us, brother. All right. So, um, I guess just in general, I tried to approach the show um, differently than some other shows recently, like mm. Real Time and that. I haven't really dived into the Silmarillion too much, so kind of mm. wanted to really see if the show would capture me kind of the same way that fellowships of the ring did yeah. so many years ago right which yeah was yeah. my introduction into uh tolkien and lord of the rings so mm. um it was um it's like watching the first two episodes when they came out basically felt like you were immediately immersed back in middle earth with it and peter jackson's version was, was that very similar cinematography and some of the scenes and everything so it had yeah. pretty good yeah like continuity right so you felt like you were back there um in general i think it's they've got some amazing cinematography in there the costumes are phenomenal um visually it's really captivating um so through the first five episodes i've been really enjoying it so far nice that's great i i felt that way especially about the first two episodes too as i were just talking i'm having like a little bit of a struggle with the last like few episodes, for some reason they just haven't been as like interesting to me, and I kind of alluded to this a little bit. And as as knows, I've been struggling with this, like how much to how much to say I don't like versus I do like. I like I want to be transparent, but I also don't want to be like you know Debbie Downer. But there are so many things that I do love. But like for me, I I don't know what it is. Those first two episodes, I don't know if it's because I watched them first. I don't know if it's because the the first the first episode was like paced so much like the fellowship like it was it, there were a lot of parallels there with the prologue and then the the harfoots and then being similar to the prologue and concerning hobbits it just felt very comforting um so okay so todd what are your favorite like do you have any favorite characters that we've met so far do you have any favorite groups of people any storylines that you're more that you gravitate towards more than others yeah sure so um um I think one of the themes that I've been enjoying in it is kind of the theme of friendship in there. And I think they've mm-hmm. got some really good examples of that as it, you go through the show. Um, I think to me, my favorite one out of all of them is the um, Elrond and um, Durin storyline. Yeah. 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 Like together and their chemistry together is pretty amazing in there. It's really and good. I, yeah. yeah. The show, I think they did a good job of showing, um, you know, how the, Owls and doors can be friends, despite being different races. And um, they, um, I thought, was interesting. Of like when Elrond first went to go see Durin, and Durin was like super mad at him, right? And you go through that series of him having to like go back uh, and kind of rekindle that friendship a little bit. But I think with Durin being so mad, shows just that how much of the friendship really meant to him, right? Like mm-hmm. he wouldn't be that. Yeah. If, <laughs> You know, yeah, just, J- Jason, Jason was likening it to like Laverne and Shirley or like like the odd couple kind of thing. Like it was very 
like relatable that way, right? Like, yeah, yeah. If, if you had a friend who was an elf who just like took time for granted and yeah. showed up whenever he wanted, and then you're not even sure why he's really there, yeah, you'd be so. I mean, I'd be salty. I'd be like, come on, dude, what the heck? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Exactly. And I thought it was good in there where they had uh, Gisa kind of helped him kind of overcome that, right? Like any good spouse should do, right? Help you overcome your stubbornness. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Exactly. Humble you a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Nice. So oh. on, the, uh, on the friendship thing, too, the other one that um, I've kind of enjoyed seeing, too, was um, like Nori, like in the Harfoots. When you first yes. see her character, I don't know, seemed very uh, captivating in the beginning. She came across like really innocent and caring, but kind of tookish side to her. But she also kind of, um, I think it's kind of heartwarming with her character that you think of like her two, the show on the show, right? Are um, basically two individuals that are basically alone in the world, right? You guys got wow. the show. Yeah. Has no one else around him, and then, then her best friend is Poppy, who basically the whole family like died in the landslide or what it was. So I thought it was kind of interesting to show, like just kind of the quality of her character. But um, those are her like two main friends in the show. And then when the uh, when the Harfoots first find out about the stranger, and um, they start chastising her about bringing him around them and jeopardizing them. And she had the line in there without friends. What are we surviving for? That was a pretty mm, powerful. Wow. Line. Yeah. So, man. So insightful. I le- leave it to Todd Robbins to bring the insight, man. Yeah. No, I love I that. Mean, I love that. Yeah. We also, uh, we, by the way, we, we, we do, I just want to throw out here. We do have Nicole uh, on the line. Now we are merged it go, up baby. in here. So, <laughs> Yeah. Don't ever forget that sniffing. Yeah, we're Don't sniffing you something. Don't ever forget the sniffing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Nicole, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. We're doing really good. Um, yeah. we, Todd was just giving us his thoughts on kind of like characters and groups of people that he's that he's uh, really responded to from these these first few few episodes of season one. What are you? What are you feeling? Uh, like, what, what's your favorite aspect? How do you how do you like the show so far? Give us your like your big your big takeaways so far. Yeah, um, I know next to nothing about this this age in like the Tolkien world. So I love it. I love the fact that I feel like I have no there. There's nothing that like I'm expecting from it other than. Yeah to when it becomes the hobbit when it becomes lord of the rings yeah but i just love that there's no preconceived notions of what i should be seeing um Mm. i mean it's obviously cool to see the characters that we are familiar with like uh galadriel and elrond and yeah um durin and a few others but i think uh i think two things that kind of stood out in this past episode is that uh, it's the same, like it, it is, I guess, the origins of the light and dark themes mm-hmm. that we see in, you know, all throughout Tolkien's work. Uh, it was Galadriel who said in this episode, and I won't get it perfectly right, but she's 
talking to Halbrand and says, you know, sometimes to see the light, you must touch the darkness. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just, I literally just out loud was like, Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) In that moment. Yeah. Watching it. And just, just that it made so much sense for that theme to still be in the show and to Mm. still be something that is present in, in this work. And then um, the other thing is, you know, reading Lord of the Rings and then watching the trilogies is not really having any of the backstory that makes the story of Isildur so complicated and complex. Mm. You know, because we get this blip of him, you know, getting the ring, refusing to throw it in the fire. And 30 seconds later, drowning in a river, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, you don't expect to like him so much. No. uh, (laughs) Right. In in Rings of Power. And so I'm I'm really excited to feel some really complex and complicated feelings about Isildur and his story. And it seems like he's just trying to find his place in the world and find Mm -hmm. a way to make his mark where he feels like he's true to himself, but still trying to make his father proud. So yeah. 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 That's it's complicated. It is. He's a complicated guy. That's for sure. Yeah. And we, we we brought a, uh, we, we got somebody else to complicate things a bit more. Uh, we've also got Amanda company. We got it, yeah. yeah. We, got me, baby. we got Amanda What's up in up, here, Amanda? so we got everybody now. Hey, how much? How are you? Good. Good. Okay, so this is all, like this this lineup right here. Uh, Billy Mortensen, first of all, Todd Robbins, who is one of the most supportive human beings and has arguably the best in home theater. Oh yeah, I've I ever guess. seen in my life. Uh, like to the point where we need to trek out and and maybe I don't know watch the films there extended, in person extended someday. Edition, I, I like marathon. If the invitation still stands from Todd, like that, that's a that's a bucket list thing I want to make happen someday. So we got Todd here. We've got Nicole. Um, if if you've known her as long as we have, you know her as Nicole. If you listen to her podcast, Filtered Through Fiction, you know her as Naki. All right, she's unreal. Um, she is. Maybe like Nicole might be one of the most prolific readers I've ever known in my life. Oh, yeah, like, Lord. If you follow her on Instagram or, or anywhere, she's always reading a new book. She's always got, she's the one who, who <laughs> Roland Deshane, Roland Deshane got me <laughs> yes. into, got me into like getting my toes wet in the dark tower with Stephen King. Um, uh, and, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I've read, I've read the, the first book. I need to continue on that journey. I just haven't. I had a bad experience. Nicole had a really bad experience, uh, or good, I guess. When you know when when Roland is having that trippy dream vision thing, where the the um, oh my gosh, does a spirit like seduce him or something? And the boy, oh, it's yeah. when the boy yeah, is yeah. around and he loses the boy. I um, yeah. when I was reading that, <clears throat> I had uh, this was like Christmas time. I think I was kind of under the weather anyway, but I had made myself <laughs> some late night eggs. And my mom, as one does, and my mom had gotten me for Christmas some truffle salt. Oh, and I just I pounded that thing. I see I over seasoned my eggs with truffle salt. Uh And so I felt kind of trippy. I didn't know you could do that with truffle salt. 
Maybe you can't. Maybe it's just a Lane Smith effect. But I was reading that portion of the story with like cold sweats, thinking I was going to puke, feeling like I was floating. Oh, yeah. Wow, I was I felt like I was on that journey with Roland. So um so anyway, I haven't I haven't gotten the bravery to go back to the to the Dark Tower series, but I'm going to. So anyway, it, it gets better. It, it goes I, I, up from there, I promise. It, like it, the, those early those that early wandering in the desert is some of my favorite stuff. Like it's it's a great series. Um Yeah. So so we got Nicole here. She's amazing. And then we got Amanda. All right? Now, Amanda is one of the best gift givers. Uh, I think I've ever known. Uh, uh-huh. She has. She's probably sent more into the Bywater Post than any living human being, Hobbit, dwarf, elf, uh-huh. Istari. Am I missing anything? As Balrog, uh, that roams this earth, right? And every time it's 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 met with or it's it's greeted with a beautiful letter and and wonderful words. And um, we've actually gotten to meet Amanda. She's yeah. been to the Couple Shire. Times. She I... was at L- LEP2. Yeah, yeah. And refused. She refused to get on the mics in the then yeah. studio. And so I feel very lucky to have her with us here tonight. So without is, any more, you know, the, this, those. In- is this Buckland Hobbit, Amanda? It is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. No, no. I was just going to say these introductions are not even near what they should be, but they're the best I could manage. Uh, Amanda, tell <laughs> yeah. us what what you're thinking of the series so far. We, we had we had Nicole and we had Todd tell us kind of like their general takeaways and their favorite things. Tell us your your overarching responses to to the show so far, and then we can get into episode five. Um, overall, I'm really enjoying it. Um, it's better than I was kind of anticipating it was going to be. I like what they're doing. Um, it's, I don't know, it kind of makes you forget that they're adding a lot of stuff that's not there because it really just kind of brings you into it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It gets you looking at stuff. So did that Good. a lot um, earlier today, too, so. Yeah, so so here's here's the here. Um, Todd was talking about how his like his second age is very limited. Like like my, mine is very mine is the most yeah. limited. Like the basic level is lane level. So Todd <laughs> is above lane level, and Nicole says she's at lane level, but she's probably still above lane level. What is your no, like what? Because she's lane level. Because I because <laughs> Amanda, I know you you like posted at simultaneous with with the up talking Tolkien account when you when you saw that. Uh, Luthien and Juan were in the uh, that like stone memorial garden, and yeah. so what is your what is your like what is your familiarity with the first and second age in in um, Tolkien's writings? I'm really really rusty. Like I've read okay. Silmarillion a couple of times, but okay. it's been like ten years. Okay. So mm-hmm. at least oh gosh, actually more than that. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. still no feat, though. Um, I mean, like most most people yeah. get into, like myself, we get into it, and it's like I can't, I can I skip ahead to something a little more, <laughs> like how long well, are we gonna sing things and the yeah, or, like, or who, who are these guys? Ule, Bully, Dooley, I don't know. Come yeah, on, man. yeah, George and and Bo. Uh, I I've been falling asleep to him. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. Like every night, it's like we pick a different chapter to start. 
so we can. I'm not kidding, Lane. I'm not kidding. And I'm, it's I'm laughing because it's awesome. I love it. Like, Martin, how many people admit that? The guy's like like Martin Shaw or whatever who does the. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Like some. Yeah. And he, his voice is just. I just. I'm out. I mean, I'm out. As soon it's as relaxing. Reading. It's soothing. Yeah. But I need to. I, I need cannot to pay make attention it through the audiobook either. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, it's yeah. Maybe we need to spice it up. Maybe we need a Lane and Nez version. Yeah, can we should. Imagine? We should change some of the names too, so that people can really can distinguish them a bit more. So, you know what I mean. <laughs> so, switch around some of those vowels. Uh, get some hard uh, consonants in there. I don't know. We literally can't. We can't pronounce. Hey, go look it up, guys. We're, we're breaking the fourth wall here. It's on page thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. It's in the middle there. So yeah, it's yeah, an yeah. A name. We, yeah, we go find that guy's that. name and say it yourself. Yeah. Um, okay, so you, do you guys want to talk about this this episode, this specific episode five? Some of the things that happened here. We, I mean, we got a lot. Has everybody going seen on. it? Got... Everybody kind of seen it. Oh, good question. Just checking. Yes, I watched it. Yep. 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 Watch it. I did look at that. Right, cool. They did their homework. Well, let's go. Jeez, man, oh, Todd's voice. Todd, you sound like somebody, dude. Uh, I haven't well, heard your voice in so yeah. long, and you're you're. I'm going. I'm getting. I'm throwing back to all these zooms we used to have. Major Numenorian uh, tones he over does. there. He, he sounds like a Lendiel. That's who he sounds yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's wild. My lord. Wow. Okay, anyway. Beautiful voice. Okay, so episode five, a lot <laughs> happens, right? We get back with the with the Harfoots in the in the process of the migration. We get that beautiful song, which is incredible. We see the stranger kind of learning some new words. And I don't know why. I, I get like major Harry and the Henderson vibes well, from the stranger. Okay. Like it's okay. such a it's so I love that movie. Okay, come on. Okay, okay, okay. My bad, my bad, my bad. No, no, no. I love And I love how, like, she's teaching him language and how he's, like, trying to figure out who the heck he is. Hey, let's just ask everybody the the question. Yeah, the question. Which is, is he peril or is he not? You know? Is he peril or is he good? Yeah, is is he good or is he peril? You got to go serious black on this. Like, we all wow. have light and dark inside of us. Wow. Just, oh. It just ma- what matters is what path we choose. And I think he's figuring that out. Wow. I, okay. I like okay. It. All right. Cool. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Tom, what do you think? Uh, so um, when I was first watching through, I know everybody's trying to guess as to who the stranger is. Yes. Right. And they had the scene where, um, he used the fireflies to do the constellations and then they all kind of, they look like they all died afterwards. Mm. My first thought was that it was, um, Soramon thinking of like how he basically would use nature. nature. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. And then, but I think as you got further along, it seems to be more and more signs that resembles Gandalf. And then even where like, he seems a little remorseful of like what happened with, the fireflies i would lean towards that he's good yeah okay amanda what do you think i think he could go either way i think we're getting a lot of gandalf clues yeah that but i feel like it's it's almost maybe making it a little too obvious so right. i feel like it's not see and the, something interesting we've heard this whole idea that maybe he's the man in the moon Right yeah. or one one of the one of the gods Tulian or Tulio or something I don't know I can't I don't but they made a connection to like the one who's in charge of the I don't know the moon whatever mm-hmm. um but there was that shot in this episode where Nori's He's looking at him and it pans up to the moon and I was like okay what? what's going on here 
Yeah, I was like, dude, they're they're just trying to keep us guessing, and I'm getting a little sick of it, honestly. Like, I just, I I like being teased, but not to the point where I'm getting grumpy. I need I need some answers on who some of these people are. Okay, um, okay, so he's <laughs> I like that. He's we're not really sure who he is. Todd's leaning towards good. Nicole says he's a little. We're all a little bit of both. I love that, and yeah, he we're supposed to think he's Gandalf, Amanda, but it can't be that simple. Okay, so who my on the flip side of this because he does feel kind of more good. He does feel like he's like like Todd said. He feels like remorse that that he killed. I mean, in this episode, he's talking about it like he thinks he's bad because he killed those fireflies. And she said, "No, you didn't mean to." You know, so someone who is definitely not a good dude or good elf. This Adar character. Who are we thinking Adar is like? where's he come from who do we think he is is he anyone or is he just a, a truly accredited character what do you guys think who adar is well, this is where my my lame level of <laughs> second age knowledge does me no right. favors because <laughs> i was like oh when he calls when uh the village guy uh calls him sauron and i was yeah. like oh and then he's like, well, that's who you are, right? And I was like, oh, they got me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have no clue. No, no clue no whatsoever. Clue. Yep, yep. No. Okay, that's good. I'm in the same boat. No clue. Good. Mm. Mm. Amanda, what do you think? Do you have any any theories on who Adar is? I mean, he's scary as hell. Like, I think we can all yeah. agree that he's, he's terrifying, whoever he is. <laughs> I cannot remember the name of who I thought it was. It's totally out of my head. And I don't remember if... You guys were talking about it last week, but the elf that had the Silmaril and threw it in the ocean. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's who I was leaning Maglor. And I, Maglor. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It yeah. Was, so it was really interesting, too, right? How he responded to being called Sauron. Was he literally or being mistaken for Sauron? Is he like choke through Waldreg to the ground? Right. So <laughs> clearly, like if he is a servant of Sauron, he doesn't necessarily like Sauron. Right. Like, or he wants to supersede him. He wants to become a god. He said that itself, admittedly. And then also, like, I thought it was interesting. So that kind of plays into the Maglor thing because Maglor didn't like Sauron. He just wanted the Silmarils. He was like one of the sons of Feanor and he made that, that oath to get, to get the Silmarils back. And the other thing that I thought pointed to that, Amanda, was when he, he's making Waldreg pledge. He's literally making him do a kinsling. He's like, yeah. kill your own, kill your own kind, right? Prove that you're with us by killing your own kind. I'm like, whoa, dude. Okay, I don't, I don't know that we're. I thought it was very interesting too how he's just sitting there soaking the sun up, man. Like Joseph Maul, he, I had never seen him in anything else. I know that people who are into Game of Thrones remember him from from that, and people have seen him in other stuff. But he is, he's amazing. Like when he's on screen, I'm glued. Same with Ishmael Cruz Cordova. When Arandir is on screen, uh, I'm 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 like glued to the acting. I think it's incredible. Um, mm. What else big happens this this episode? As we've got the um, yeah. Ost- uh, 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 what's the tower called? Ostorith. Yeah. Um, the 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 Southlanders that are sort of like half of them are still there, half of them have gone. Right. And We've so, got the um, yeah. mustering of the of the Numenorians. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Exactly. I I think I think the most interesting one that I, I kind of want to uh, pull. So I think the I, this is just being personally. I think the Strangers really cool. And then the yes. second coolest part to this whole thing was was the Mithril. The 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 
Silmaril, yeah, yeah. the the format like use the the tree, the Belrog, um, this whole lore and legend like that's all. I don't know how well that was. I I I don't remember a, like a lot of that being. Is that just sort of them make like connecting dots that people assumed, or is that more? firm somewhere i guess i guess we've all established we don't really i think that's been divisive for people from what i've been seeing today that didn't seem like it tied to lore oh okay oh, okay, okay. Yeah. all yeah. right yeah so i don't know well i guess even specific, so outside of that though how are we feeling about the um I mean, I mean, Todd, you already mentioned it, and we can start with Todd, actually. But the, you know, we've talked about Durin and kind of his friendship with Elrond. Did you think at all that he was, you know, I mean, it felt like he he didn't keep his oath there for a second, but then he did sort of. And I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. So when I was, I watched it several times today, and I listened to the scenes times on it. Of he goes, he keeps saying that he made an oath, and I'm like. The fact that he keeps saying that makes me think that if I was on the other side, I'd be like, oh, "Okay, they definitely have that." Right? Yeah, they have it, <laughs> right? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It was, he was, he was um, breaking his promise without breaking his promise. That's literally, I literally said that to myself when I was watching. I'm like, "Okay, dude, you pretty much told him that yes, that the, it's like a wink, wink. Like, yeah, they have the Mithril man. It's uh, I can't tell you, but I can tell you. But but then later he like hands it to Kella Brimbor or something, doesn't he? I well, and Kella Brimbor knew, so that was another one of the. We, I, I told Ez we should call this episode the apology, because everyone's just apologizing to each other. We got like Kella Brimbor apologizing to Elrond, and then we've got uh, Galadriel apologizing to Hallbrand, and we've got even Gilgalad kind of apologizing to to Elrond too. Elrond apologizing to Durin. <laughs> like well, everyone's just saying sorry. You know, you, you know what though. Also, everyone's saying what? sorry, and they're uh, you. Typically, when you leave, you might have to excuse yourself and you say sorry, right? And this whole <laughs> right. this whole episode, this whole episode is called partings, right? Many partings, and so they're That's all true. like, "That's true." They're all partings. Yeah, but, they want to part on good terms, I guess. But yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Anyway, the mithril stuff. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you. Yeah, side strike. Yeah, whatever I'm doing. No, what if? Yeah, we. You, this is yeah. Same thing you do every week to me, my good friend. I love it. <laughs> uh, but no, okay, cool. You know, because I was wondering just if anybody else sort of felt that way with the whole, did he keep it? Did he not keep it? Because also mm-hmm. I felt like Elrond was getting a little played there by, obviously they, we talked about that, that's up front, that Gilgalad kind of, you know, played him. But then I feel like you look at the tree and is it that serious? Is it so serious that they have to get the Mithril and that's the well, only way? I mean, that's that... something I... I want to, I, that's something I wanted to look up too. Like how serious, yeah, that's a good point. Is that their fate really tied to getting more mithril? That's where I think they're I playing kinda, Elrond I was a little, a little confused. Bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was a little confused on that too myself. I mean, I was like, wow, that seems like a sort of strange, like fate for elves to be tied to. I don't know. That seems like a dwarven thing almost. Like we got to get this stuff or our race is going to, we won't be able to. Yeah, like, it's... defeat the evil. It was strange to me, but anyway. Yeah. yeah anyway, so so Nicole, uh, I mean, just I guess general thoughts on on the on the dwarves and on uh, their relationship to the elves and, and how that's going. Um, I love the dwarves first and foremost. Mm-hmm. They're um, awesome. Yeah, I love them so much. Yeah, and I just <laughs> when. When he lies about the table. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was awesome. That was so good. <laughs> that was so good. I was like, oh, no, he didn't. 
Yeah. Deesa, Deesa's been wanting a new table for a while. So. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was just that was a perfect comedic moment in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have really like it's it's hard because I don't feel like we're necessarily getting this large scale view of the relationship between dwarves mm. and elves. I mean, we understand that like there's a rift for sure. Yeah. But I really enjoy Elrond and Durin's uh, friendship. Mm-hmm. And to your point, Ezra, I was like, I feel like he's kind of breaking his oath. Like, yeah. Yeah. Not to tell anyone. And like, I actually rewound the episode because I was like, did he just hand him back some mithril? <laughs> right. Because I wasn't sure. And I was right. like, well, then that, like, that's the oath is off. <laughs> yeah. It's right, off. Right. Um, Unless he picked it out of his pocket. Then, I don't think so. Yeah. yeah, but then uh, Celebrimbor, you know, saying he knew, and just one more thing where, like, it, everybody is playing everybody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. I've really enjoyed that friendship and uh, seeing how skillfully Elrond has navigated some of these things while also so far perhaps. I mean, the jury is still out on the oath, but up until that moment, yeah, he's. Uh, I think he's handled the politics of it really well, while still being a good friend. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, so I I agree with you there because it's it's I'm I'm actually interested to see how this continues and like I want yeah. it preserved. You know what I mean? Like I don't want there to be strife, yeah. so they've at least created that in me. Yeah. So. Yeah, I I also I kind of like um what that relationship is also doing for me is I feel like we're getting a little more like fleshed out uh, like version of, of Legolas and Gimli's friendship. Like we, cause we didn't, we only got snippets of it like oh, in yeah. the trilogy, you know, and we know that they go on to like, like they're the last ones to like when they sail West, that's the official ending of the, of the mm. fellowship. Right. That's like what Tolkien yeah. notes. And so it's really cool to th- like we're kind of I know they're different people, but we're getting that same dynamic of like the dwarf is always busting the elf's balls and the <laughs> elf gives it right back. And like I love that thing where he said, Say it again. The, the, yeah, yeah. The what is what? <laughs> and he's like, It's in your <laughs> hands. <laughs> right. Yeah. I was I, I really do enjoy like the their their dialogue is probably my favorite of all the characters on the show. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Amanda, any any thoughts there on on Durin or D three or D four? Excuse me. How dare I? D three, D four. I really enjoy that storyline. Um, I like what they're doing there. Like you said, it's kind of like a um, Legolas and Gimli, but with actually backstory mm-hmm. type of yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I like that mithril myth, the mithril myth, whatever yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It. I the was actually. Myth stopped re-watching it just a little bit ago because I had to go start looking up because I was actually talking to um, Phil Willis earlier today because we had both watched it and we both got like major Glorfindel vibes from that so I was looking up to see if like where did he slay the Balrog like did that have anything to and there's like I couldn't find any connection I I no joke thought in my head I was like (laughs) are we seeing like this I I watched it right before we were on the phone and that scene because I loved I was really worried that we weren't going to get any of that because when when Elrond talks about Erendil and all, um, all these references to his father and his journey west to to call upon the Valar to come help, 
I was like, mm-hmm. I was disappointed, honestly, that we didn't see any kind of like cutaway. Like, I yeah. know it might have felt like us removing, being removed from the story from an intimate scene, but I was like, I really want to see more. And as I talked about that leading up, I was like, let's see, let's see some of these greater beings that we've always heard about. Like, it would be really cool to, to see them on screen. It would make like the second and first age feel more magical even than, than the third age. And so I was really glad that we, we kind of saw that this episode and I thought it was really well done, but I, mm-hmm. I was thinking to myself, I'm like, is Ez seeing Glorfindel right now? It just hit me on <laughs> the second that... watch through yeah. because I was like, wait, he fought a Belrog. Is that what this is? Are they like taking a part of that, that myth and kind of playing it into like where Mithril came from? So yeah. That, when they made, um, I, I want to say, like as I stopped watching it to look it up, but they were making a reference to Manway yes. with that yes. elf. And yes. there's a lot of references between the two of them. In the book. Wow! Yeah, there is. So wow. that kind of—that's what made me start go looking it up, and I got derailed. <laughs> yeah, and wow. like, like embodying the spirit of of, of Manwe and and yes. Glorfindel, and, and being—I mean—directly said, "Boom, you're going back. Like you're my guy." <laughs> many, many have said the same about Ez. Actually, I think that's on his resume. Yeah, embodies somewhere the spirit of Manwe. Right. Yep. Which no one ever knows what that means. I still don't even know what it means. But a lot of people go, "That sounds good." That sounds uh, Manwe. Sounds Is that like, like a Celtic band from the nineties. Yeah. Wow. Um, okay, <laughs> I gotta ask the Buckland Hobbit, sort of to change, shift gears here a little bit to go from the high and mighty to the lowly and humble. What do you think about the Harfoots? Do you like the interpretation, their inclusion? Like, what are you what are you feeling about the um, the proto Hobbits, or at least one of the three groups of prehistoric Hobbits being explored? Overall, I really like it. Yeah, um, I was I was skeptical of it going into it. Um, there's a couple of characters I don't like. Okay, who who do you not like? Uh, I'm trying to get any of it. Malva, the the one oh, that Malva's like, in the pot all the time. Baggins. Yes, yes, the Sackville Baggins. Uh, yeah. Am I the one that was hoping that she got eaten by the wolves in this episode? Yes, yes, yeah. she's the one. She's the one who's talking about taking their wheels off. I'm How, like, good yeah. lord, she's the problem. She, the she book is of left behind is because of her. Yeah, that was rough. Rough. Good lord. Mm. Okay, who's the other one you don't like? Malva for sure. Don't like her. Um, I don't know if she has a name. Um, but the one that's kind of like her sidekick, she's not quite yeah. as bad. Oh yeah, she she's always kind of like I want to give her a chance. Yeah. 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 They're like an unholy tr- a trinity, like whispering in into Sadik's ears. And he's like, come on, guys. I'm just trying to make decisions here. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Poor guy. He's, he's looking at the signs. He's 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 reading his farm, <laughs> his, his farmer's almanac of like things to come. You know what I mean? And they're they're telling him what to do. It's crazy. That is crazy. Farmer's almanac. Yeah. Wild. The the migratory almanac. That's for sure. OK, so you loving it overall. Yes. OK. Yes. Um, Nicole, what are you thinking about the Hobbits? I mean, you you love the Hobbits too. Don't forget the sniffing. What do you think about the Harfoots? Are you digging them? Do you like the vibe? Is it is it all all good with you? I really enjoy the Hobbits. I think Nori yeah. would not ever forget the sniffing. Not one. Nori would forget the sniffing. Quick sticks. And, I love her. She's amazing. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So far, I mean, I feel like in most cases. Uh, it's usually down to either the hobbits or the dwarves who end up my favorites because yeah. I'm short. <laughs> so, um, I, and mighty. I so, yeah, I would be, I fully believe I would be a hobbit, but, um, yeah, so far I've really enjoyed them, but I also was 
very upset at the idea of taking off their wills and leaving them behind. No joke, right? I was like, maybe we take your wills off, Malva, and That's we right, let you yeah. get eaten by a wolf. So, Malva, but yeah, who's, love. Who, I want to know whose cart Malva's even helping pull, because it doesn't seem like she's <laughs> she's out of breath at all, right? Yeah, Malva Malva doesn't pull her own weight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. That's for sure. That's where that. Hey, maybe that's where the origins of that expression. Maybe that's what what Tolkien's trying to tell Whoa, us right now. Oh, hey, okay. That's where that comes that's, from. Okay. Hey, get the migration. So feeling the spirit of Tolkien through through Nicole. This is like buzzing. Okay. And yeah. and as 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 we shift to Todd, I want to mention something here real quick. So we've got Sadak yeah. who who actually does sniff to start this whole thing off. He actually comes. Oh remember my that? God. He comes out and he's doing like a shut up, dude. Right. You remember that? He's like sniffing yes, around. And he's he like does. clear and clear. Right. He's like. <laughs> That's oh my gosh! I, dude, I'm telling you, like they people think they're not paying attention to the details here. They are. It's crazy. The yeah, other one that yeah. I love about this, and, and then we'll, get, we'll we'll see what you know Todd's reaction to this is. The internet is out there saying that the wheels on these carts are actually going to be later the doors, right? Of the Hobbit holes. Of the is Hobbit this holes. For real? No, I'm You're being dead. Messing? I'm being dead serious. People, <laughs> okay, it's, there's okay. speculation out there that like as they migrate, once they settle. You look at how big those go. Go watch. You go look at how big those wheels are. They're as big okay. as the Hobbit doors. So I okay. just thought it was okay. interesting. You know, I thought that was kind of. Cool. I want to rewatch and check that out. That would be those would be some heavy doors, some but maybe doors, they're wood. Yeah. They might be wood wheels, actually. Yeah, I think. I think that's, you know what? That's pretty okay. That's solid. Yeah. Oh, Todd, so wow. What do you, what solid. do you think okay. about? What do you think about the Harfoots, Todd? How you feeling about them? Yeah, I've been enjoying the storyline. As I mentioned earlier, Nori, I think is probably one of my favorite characters so far for it um had a question for y'all on the uh so when the wolves showed up in this episode yeah the screeching of the wolves sound a lot like the ring race deal oh i was Mm -hmm. yes now that you're saying that but like it was it it did not make me think wolf at first i mean i knew from clips in the trailers that that's what was coming but it was weird wasn't it yeah Mm -hmm. wow yeah Yeah, that, that was scary those were those were definitely scary yeah, they they were very ring race like. Oh my gosh, dude. Hmm. Yeah, but I do, I do enjoy them in the in the series. Um, the connection with them, I sent the thing to Lane after seeing what the first two episodes. That another. So I, I will admit that I've read like two pages of the Silmarillion, and I've read maybe yeah. pages of Tom Shippey's uh, Author of the Century. Yes. Yeah. They did have the. Uh, um, mention of like that uh, as you connect middle earth to our world today right uh, hobbits potentially being like rabbits right and they have the yes. uh, early scenes of it where like the first yes. time you see the where you see the hardfoots you see uh nori's father as a largo right is holding has a rabbit next to him and he's holding the rabbit later so that was an interesting i don't know if they, it was an intentional connection or not but well, that was kind of mm. cool and Todd Todd sent me a, a Facebook message. September 9th, I'm looking at it right now. September 9th at 9.49 p.m., if I may share that. <laughs> and it, it was this it was this exact thought. And then I said, I was like, yeah. And then I thought back to that scene. I'm like, what happened to that rabbit? And then I think Largo was sharpening a, a knife, and the rabbit was in a cage. And I thought, did they make rabbit stew? Wow. <laughs> Which is just like Sam in, yeah. in the Two Towers, right? Yeah. You know, Brace the Conies. Just need some oh, taters, baby. My goodness. So yes, the origin of them, and it is. It, I love that, and I know I've talked about it a few times, but I wanted to get your re- guys' reaction on it. That 
that our introduction to the Harfoots, that first scene where the hunters are like passing over them and it made it really brought that description to life of how Tolkien talks about the, the big folk stupidly just blundering right over the top of them without even noticing. Mm-hmm. Like I thought it was a great way to because we never really see it that way in the Lord of the Rings or the Hobbit. It's always like, well, if someone if Aragorn Gandalf, he walks into the Shire and it's not like he's not going to notice they're there. But it, it's like, you know, imagining back in time. And before they were settled, how you could walk right amongst them and not know they're there, like the little people, like fairies almost. And maybe that's where that whole idea of one of them taking it, one of the two, like the the Tukish side coming from, you know, having a fairy wife or something comes from too. So they're yeah, yeah. hidden, but 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 there. Um, yeah, that's pretty cool. Hey, all hey, right, as what, well, what else? What else? What else yeah, can you talk about before we move off the Harfoots, but then we'll go we'll go to Numenor. So you guys kind of get your thoughts ready on on Numenor and what's going on over there. I want to mention a couple things. They're actually so I think it's um it is Malva is searching for mushrooms. Shortcut to uh, mushrooms. Yeah, she right? is. she's picking them off the trees. I was like, this guys, I mean wow. all the little tiny things that they're doing, it's great. Uh the mm-hmm. other the other big thing was when when Gandalf, I mean the stranger was talking about uh we was trying to talk, right? <laughs> He's trying to learn some words. Uh yeah, I, I realized that he is so I'm trying to figure out who he is, and I thought about Saruman. Saruman goes, and he pretty much stays like at Isengard. He's he's just there. Um, I think Radagast will kind of have his spot. The Blues are gone, but the, the the wizard that travels and moves around like the Harfoots is Gandalf. He never stays in one spot. He's always mm, on the move. The always, wandering wizard, always wow. migrating oh. from place to place. So you I don't. Know. And, and to that point, like. Uh, one of the things I was saying tonight when we were watching it and when making my case for the wizard and the stranger being Gandalf mm-hmm. is the fact that like how he talks about like you could spend a hundred years with hobbits. Like, yes. You spend a month with them, you know everything you need to know about them, spend a hundred years with them. Like yeah. This is probably like where his fondness of hobbits Yes. Potentially came from. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he he lands in his little space crater, and uh, a hobbit is who ends up taking care of him. Well, hobbits yes. are who adopt him into their own. So yep. yeah, yeah. Yep. And, and since you brought the space crater, before we go to Numenor, all right, let's the let's mystics. start let's start with Amanda. We'll we'll move back to Nicole and Todd. The 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 mystics. So Amanda, any thoughts? I was stopping to look, and did did you guys all sort of catch the? Um, on the back of the shield or the, the whatever it was, the circular plate, uh, there was like the symbol, right? There was the symbol that um, the stranger was drawing in the ground, and it was also the symbol that we saw the fire, oh, the fireflies. No. Yeah, if you go, it's, it's kind of cool. So, yeah, what he, if you, and I'll, I'll see if I can pull it up here. I'll tell you the guys the, the timestamp. Does it look case. like a G rune? Does it look like a G yeah. rune on the shield as it's, well? It's a, yeah, exactly. It's a backward kind of oh my god reverse G rune or something. But who do we think, Amanda? Like any any thoughts? I mean, they're searching. Clearly, they're searching for the stranger, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, I actually just had a thought like two minutes ago. Yeah. Okay. We saw three mystics, and we also saw three wolves. Yeah. Oh yeah. shoot. Is that a connection? Oh, Are they tracking them? My. I don't know. Oh shoot. Lord. <laughs> the spirit of Tolkien is awake and alive in this company right yeah, here. Yeah, I yeah, am yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. It's inspiring these revelations as we like I don't want to get too spiritual here, guys, but I'm feeling it. I'm feeling the spirit of Tolkien. Well that's good because you yeah, when are you... they tracking them with, with, with the wolves? Oh yeah. my gosh. 
Yeah. This. They, uh, by the way, this is really good, Amanda, because when you listen to the beginning of this episode, Lane and I already recorded. You're gonna be like, "Wow, okay, we, we won Lane back from from the darkness he was touching." I, I didn't say that. So. No, 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 no. Don't you don't you don't know? I'm kidding. I'm no. putting words. All right, all right. I'm spinning it. You you okay? You know what? Nori can teach the stranger to speak, but my friend, I know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Jesus. <laughs> He's just trying. Okay. All right. All right. So, so okay. we just want to get in an argument. We're just trying to get in an argument tonight. That's fine. Uh, the, so the mystics, Amanda, that's okay. I love you. I, that's, that's amazing. Are they, see, I thought when I saw them in the trailer that they were going to be from like Numenor. I thought for sure they were in Numenor, but clearly uh, they, they are not. I don't think they're from there. Yeah. No. But yeah. You're like, where's their headquarters? They are looking like clean and pristine. They remind me of like the Magi too. It's very interesting how they're kind of yeah. like the, the because aren't there are there three of them too? We said you said three, yeah. right, Amanda? Yeah. yeah and I believe are they all women too? I think so. I think so. Yeah. Like I I think that's also very interesting too. This these three women searching for. I don't know why that's profound. I just I don't I think I think of like a, a lot of times when we see like like mist like mystical figures in Tolkien there ex- with the exception for like Galadriel and some of the high elves they're not usually women. And so it's cool to see like three sorcerer. I don't know. I guess I don't know if they're sorcerers. Well, yeah, and I wonder like, almost kind of like are they witches? Like what is going on with these these three? Hey, power. I remember there being something in one of the Numenor I don't think it was a queen, and I can't remember the name again, mm. clearly. Mm. But there was one of them who, like, was really into that, and it was, okay. like, the dark the, – was it the Dark Numenorians, I think it was called? Okay, And yes. that's what I thought they were going to be. But oh, yeah, right. Yeah, like I the think, cults, the cults that were being set up in Numenor. That's, yes. what, that's what we were kind of wondering, too. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And hmm. again, talking to um, Phil this morning, shout out again to Phil. Uh, he found something that said that they were probably from Rune. Okay. Okay. Farther over, I think, closer to where Mordor east. is now. Yeah, yes. right. Yes. And and we, we know about the cults that are out east. We know that, like, and Sauron went out there and, like, won a lot of people over. Uh, we don't know exactly how. Like Tolkien, I don't think he ever really developed that and left it kind of mysterious. We also know that like the Blue Wizards wandered out east, out east. and kind of d- disappeared. And like we don't know if they were like doing good things or bad things, or they just kind of got lost. Mm-hmm. Um, Which would kind of line up if they're searching for um, and, the Fraser. Yes. Is he one of the Blue Wizards? Or are they trying to get control? That would be. It's another theory that like people we started off kind of saying because we were like, well, we don't want to fully believe he's an Astari, but it was like if if he is an Astari, maybe he's like the one of the blue wizards. Like, yeah, that's that's another one that I've heard, especially talked about early on. That's because it just seems like it's Gandalf, but like you said, Amanda, we don't know. Like we're it's almost like it's too easy to to predict Gandalf. It's got to be someone, uh, or someone or something else, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, and also, would they have the rights to change that much of Gandalf versus we don't have that much of the history on the Blue Wizards? Yeah, true. Yeah, that's the other complicated with thing with this whole show is like, it's not just like you're not just adapting something. It's like you're trying to think like, okay, what do they have right the rights to? And I've even heard some people be like, well, they they're lying about what they have rights to because, and I thought this was interesting because. When you see the map of Numenor, uh, which they put on Instagram, 
so that's technically a part of like the show's con like maybe not the show's content but the 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 rights that they would have i guess maybe maybe not they have all the names of the regions uh, and and they said that that's only in it's not in any of the source material that they allegedly have they should have yeah uh, right so it's it's right very to. interesting like it still seems so, kind of cloudy but yeah right so uh yeah. one more element we, we can all so okay amanda that was great and I'm, I'm we're still in the mystics here because uh nicole i'm just gonna throw this to you and then and the, the, then we'll go to todd um if you look at this lead mystic at eight minutes eight seconds um they're like standing there and they've got like this this i don't know what you call it like uh a bunch of like medallions or pieces uh on on the front and some of them have like sad faces uh they're like little mm. stones or whatever with a face engraved in it and it made me think Ooh. of the like the ritual that Adar is talking about doing this blood ritual or something he he actually Adar says that he's going to do something I think when the sun he he uh the way he speaks is that in this land and it's Mordor by the way where the sun won't yeah. be shining um, he's yeah, going to do right. something to, to, you know, remove sunlight so the orcs can populate and make their own realm and this whole thing. It's like a ritual, like a ceremony. And these mystics have these things. Uh, it feels like, did, did they capture a, like a Maiar spirit? Did they, what are they up to? There's also, there's also a, like a, a sun sort of like emblem in this, in the bottom center, uh, the crescent moon on top. There's a lot of weird stuff going on here. Any thoughts on the mystics? Um, the mystics were wild to me, um, yeah. but just like looking at the episode on IMDb, okay, they are named. They're named three different things: the nomad, oh, wow. the dweller, and the ascetic. A S C E T I C. So I believe it's the dweller who's the one who's like uh, that you're describing with the the picture the one who kind of seems like they're in charge yeah so i like to me i'm like well what like they clearly represent something and so i mean i have no guesses on them like i this is where my my knowledge fails me because they were they were a wild addition into this for me so but no yeah. they're, they're the nomad the dweller and the ascetic yeah, that's I really what, what ascetic means. Because nomad, I'm and about dweller, to Google it. <laughs> I was yeah. gonna say nomad and dweller are two very like seemingly different things, right? A wanderer yeah. and then one who lives somewhere. I wonder what ascetic well, means. They they also. Oh yeah, you, go ahead, go ahead, Nicole. Uh, characterized by or suggesting the practice of severe self discipline and abstention from all forms of indulgence. Okay. Wow. That's kind of like a monk. Okay, say, so uh, someone who definitely wouldn't wander and someone who definitely wouldn't dwell comfortably. Yeah, so they're they're yeah. it's like an unholy trinity of what we got going exactly. on here. Exactly. Wow. Um, three different aspects of, of some larger power. So if if one indulges wow. in some in in some uh, old Toby, <laughs> that's not. It's the opposite of that. I'm just trying to figure out where it's, I stand. It's mystic, mystical incense, my friend. Okay. Uh, so something also interesting about their path, the Harfoot's path, right? And so I guess the mystics would be behind them because they they went to the crater, but maybe yeah. they crossed. They they're definitely. I thought they were going to go west, right? My my whole Me theory too. is blown. How they were. I thought they're going to go west and they were going to discover the Shire and settle, but that's clearly not what's going to happen. They're going east. Mm -hmm. They started going. Like, did you notice they, they went, went from the old forest? Becomes, 
Yeah, and yeah, and they went through what becomes the um, the uh, not the Midgewater Marshes, the Dead Marshes. They were in those marshes that were just outside of mm-hmm. the realm of Mordor, and then they keep going like they go a little more north and they go east. So it, it's interesting how they're moving in a direction that we don't associate with hobbits like at all. Yeah, at all. Well, unless the, uh, unless it's to even, destroy the 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 ring, you know what I mean? The ring, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. a couple of them, right? Uh, a few of them, four yeah. of them. But like, I wonder if they're if they're going to encounter some of these like, well, like where the where the mystics come from in the east, you know, if, oh it, my. if the land is changing. Because they're talking about the land changing as well. Like the forest doesn't seem the same. And, yeah, it's true. You know, like the, Malva. Malva brings up that point. She's like, what's going on here? Something's different. Why don't you look in your book, Sadik, and tell us what's going on? And he's like, you know, shush. True. You know, I was. <laughs> as he does. So my my little bit of second age knowledge or whatever comes from just, you know, gateway and different things. They said at one point, I, yeah. I made the joke a couple episodes ago, that it, at one point in the second age, and I could be wrong about this, like the the world is flat. And then it is like yeah, yeah, given yeah. curvature, right? It's it's yeah, then it's rounded, yes. so things do change, and maybe something like that is going on. Perhaps yeah. I don't know. But but mm. I was going to say too. Also, they're, if they're headed towards, you know, so are you saying, Lane, they're headed towards Mordor? In that, well, in that direction, like, I, I got, or south? I'll have to go look at the map again. They they looked like they were going south towards Mordor. I mean, they literally went through the what becomes the Dead Marshes. Yeah, and then they kind of like went north through the uh, that area that the the braided rivers, and mm-hmm. then they were in that kind of like foresty area. So it looked like they were kind of doing a bit of a up well, and down sort of deal. But, I'm just thinking if yeah, they I don't know. if they get there and in their lore they're sort of like don't ever go back there, right? Because that turned out oh. to be they used to migrate this way and that way, and they found out hey, far east is bad. We need they to do go, have an aversion to the east. Yeah, you're right. Like, let's go as far west as we can and settle and stay as That's far true. away from that. So they might get roped into all this. Stay away from the stuff. river. Oh, yeah, yeah that stay too. Away from, yeah, yeah. And it gets, yeah. it gets sort of stuck in their legends and their lore, and they just uh, wow kind of roll with that. But um, yeah, let's, let's shift over to Todd real quick, just get get some thoughts on these on on the mystics, and then maybe all that stuff we just mentioned about the the paths and stuff like that for the Harfoots. What are you thinking, Todd? Yeah. So. As we were talking here, I watched that scene like eight times, and I still <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> them, right? um, so, uh, but I think it's going to set up well in the next few episodes as they keep tracking them, right, and kind of the tension of what's going to happen there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and it it will be interesting to see if they are tied to Adar or, or like what their allegiances are or who they affiliate with, because that's you got to wonder, right? Like. Are they on their own? Are they working for someone? Yeah. And I, and then with the Harfoots migrating down, I, I think that is an interesting point. But as as a uh, is there something that happens coming up that causes them to, you know, decide to move back west, right? Like yeah, yeah. At some point, you know, you think of Mordor. Mordor turns into what it is, right? Is the polar yeah. opposite of what the Shire is. So yeah. You can yeah. See happening that causes them to migrate and settle down right right absolutely it's just it's just wild. you know uh before we we're going to jump to numenorians uh real quick here but the last thing i want to say you remember how in in uh casa doom they had those mirrors that reflected light and and stuff so the way one of these mystics is holding this thing looks like she's about to reflect some starlight or some sunlight down there and do some some hocus pocus or something. I don't it know. Sure, sure does. It sure does. I, I'm, I'm I'm just suspicious. But anyway, let's some, some mystic magic, my friend. Yeah, let's let's get into our our good friend Antimo Anthony, who we had on the show not yeah, too long ago. Boy. 
play you know he's got his sword out his fiance oh my gosh amanda okay so we're talking about we're talking about isildur and and and, and his friends here um i hate to well we, we can do predictions in a second but i mean i am just already watching that scene going I think I He's know gonna what's going to happen. Yeah, and I'm like He's this. Die. Yeah, I love him. I absolutely love him. I love all three I of those guys. And, and even, yeah. like, I think it was I think it was Nicole was saying to to care for a sealed door after the two seconds we had in the trilogy, yeah. where you're sort of like this yeah. guy's a jerk. He should have right. cast it into the fire. You know what I mean? Like, what's he going got, on? He got, yeah, he <laughs> but, got, got done dirty. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's crazy. Um, but uh, yeah, so Amanda, just thoughts, I guess, on on Numenor in general, wherever you want to go with it. Uh, just, just, what do you think about that story arc? I have no idea where they're going to go with, I mean, obviously we know that they end up in middle earth, but yeah, I think, uh, I forgot his name. A pseudo? <laughs> Ontimo? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I definitely think he's probably not going to make it. Oh no. The I know, it's gonna... But I was like, I was noticing that during the scene too. I was like, they're making us like him too much. And they didn't didn't his fiance even say like they're already telling my father in law that you're or your father in law that your future father in law that um yeah. you're not coming back. I'm like, don't say that. Yes. Don't, no. don't say that. Yeah. And like how he's he's always he's not like the main friend. Like even uh, Volandia was saying it like you know your old my oldest friend and I even love you better than Antimo. And Antimo was like, hey, what the heck? Like he's the yes. third wheel. Right, gonna, and then oh, it's, I don't want it to happen. Yeah, I know they're not yeah. going to show it either, but I feel like we always talk about the intimacy coordinator, and I feel like this was like night before you leave intimate. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, oh, we're going to we'll have you. to ask Anthony about that next time we're talking. Well, it's just I'm like, like hey, dude, it's just like the, the, the scene. They're going to cut to like he's over there fighting, <laughs> and you know, not that you can like send a pigeon that far. I don't know, like a raven or something across the sea uh, to say, hey, I'm with child. But I mean, I just feel like that's going to make it even worse. So. <laughs> It's. I just feel really bad because I'm like I don't. I want him to be this epic. Aw- I mean, he is already epic and awesome. He's going out. He's he's. Pff, I mean, a freaking hero. Uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it just looks. It looks bad. And he was marked. That's he was great. tapped. He was tapped on the butt by Galadriel with the sword. You imagine getting patted in the butt by Galadriel. I, I don't know what I'd feel. First of all, that would I'd go feel down. A lot of things that will make its way on on Tolkien Gateway. So Anthony can be happy about that one. <laughs> Antimo was, you know, yeah. But uh, I, I guess other <laughs> things there, Amanda, before we, we could bounce to again to, to Nicole and, and Todd. Uh, Hallbrand, thoughts on him being this this king, king of Mordor? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are you thinking? I'm getting the king of the dead vibes. Yes, I'm, right. I'm just yes. seeing that. Like, I, I don't want him to be that, like, tragic character, but that's feels like that's how it's going it also yeah. seems too obvious but yeah you know it's i could definitely see how they would do that because he does seem very self-preserving yeah so he's gonna do the right thing until he gets put in a pinch possibly right right so, he's going back to also- you know get find peace though guys that's what he wants. Yeah, we also don't know what he did. Like that's, and it, it doesn't yeah. matter. Obviously, like a, you know, I mean, that's, it, it might in Middle Earth though. You know, what I mean, it might to other people. It might matter what what he did, but it's it'll be interesting to see if we find that out. I kind of for a second thought we were going to see that when we transitioned to well, the Southlanders going to pledge. I was like, are we getting a flashback? Are we going to see what Paul Brown did? 
what they're I you know what they're gonna do, which is like he's gonna be this epic hero and then we'll find out and it's gonna be awful. And we're gonna be like, Whoa, dude. Oh man. Like but, what if mm. what if he what if it his what he's alluding to is him leaving his son Theo? Yeah, I mean, could, it could be something like that, or, or some deal that I feel like it's a, a deal with the devil. Is is what I keep thinking. I mean, it's got to well, be. Well, maybe some that's sort who of... Theo is. Maybe Theo is the devil. Wow. So, just a little side note: I want someone to make a cereal called Hall Bran to happen. Yeah. <laughs> and it can have raisins or it cannot, but I want some Hall Bran for, yeah, for the. That needs to happen. David Downing watches every episode with his cereal in the morning, so we got to get him some Hall Bran. True. Uh, True. For his for his cereal bowl, so. Uh, Nicole, what are you thinking about Numenor, Hallbrand, Muriel, Muriel, the character? Yeah, Muriel, the Uh, whole thing. Yes, Muriel, delicious. (laughs) Um, Well, uh, again, I know nothing about the Second Age, but obviously Numenor gets some really serious Gondor vibes. Mm, Yes. um, Mm -hmm. To me. Yeah. Um, yeah. As a matter of fact, even though it said the words Numenor across the screen for the first time, I was like, is that Gondor? (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Um, Yep. (laughs) uh, And so I'm sure something happens down the line and I sound silly right now where those two things are uh, very, very tied together. Yes. Yes. No. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, I do sound silly. Thank you. No, 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 no. no, You're right. You're right. I mean, that's that's what. (laughs) what's going on you're right yeah yeah um i i also sadly feel that our friend antimo is uh, they're setting us up for some heartbreak there he's Antonomo. He just, he, yeah Antonomo. <laughs> mm, no uh i i just had like the biggest mind-blown moment when amanda said uh, King of the Dead vibes. Yes. Like yeah. now, I'm like, oh my god, oh my god. Yep. Right. Right. Yep. Uh. So, but like Numenor, the city, like the, the like whether it's sets or CGI or a combination of all of those things, this is like some of the most beautiful scenery I yep. think I've ever seen. It is gorgeous, isn't it? Yeah. Right. Um. Right. Yeah. And. Uh, again, it's just one of those things where I, on this one, um, it's like you have a little bit of, you know, a little bit of what's coming down the line with, uh, Isildur Mm -hmm. and, um, and his dad. Uh, but there's so much of it that I don't know. Um, so with, with the queen regent, I really like her. Um, I also think it's just amazing to see a young Galadriel, like, Oh yeah. yeah, I love her. <laughs> I do, I do too. I love her, and I feel like I'm supposed to not like her that much, but I really, really like her. Mm-hmm. Well, if you listen and to so... most people, most people would tell you not to like her. And I, I, I have said for a while now. I think like if you took Galadriel from, if you just took Kate Blanche's like characterization of her, which works in in the context of the trilogy and in and in short snippets, like you couldn't. Yeah you definitely couldn't make her like a lead character in the show. Like she just wouldn't right. be compelling or interesting enough. And so a lot of people's, you know, and, and, and rightly so, I think like to a certain extent, their frustration with the interpretation of Galadriel has been that she's too human. Mm. Um, but I'm like, I don't know. Like for me, uh, you've heard me say this a thousand times, right? Like I, I, I don't like the elves cause I can't relate to them. Like they don't make any sense to me. Yeah. And so to have Galadriel kind of, 
more relatable to have Elrond more relatable yeah. uh, for right. me makes me want to learn more about elves. And if that breaks the Tolkien code, like, so be it, it will get me to sure. eventually read more of these like greater works that he wrote because I'm like, okay. And then who, who was saying it? Um, gosh, who, who was saying it on the Hobbit hotline? Hmm. Oh, geez. Um, somebody was bringing up the fact that if you go and you, and you read, first and second age stuff like elves are they're pretty flawed and they can be very quote unquote yeah. human they're yeah, very I forget, interesting i forget who said that but that's that's for, that's for sure yeah when when you look yes. at even what disfeanor himself and what the all the sun swore and how right yeah aggressive I mean, and just their demeanor is, is killing their own kind i mean yeah different. so it's yeah they're they're, they're yeah. very complex and or at least they, they used to be more so than we're used to them in the third age so yeah i'm sorry go ahead loving galadriel oh. yes no, and with with like to that point that you're making with them being so much more relatable, like even in this, like with Elrond and Galadriel at this point, like we are seeing them have like actual struggles and things that they're wrestling with, like yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, Elrond wrestling with loyalty to a friend versus loyalty to his people, and by extension, like all life in Middle Earth. Yeah, yeah. And then Galadriel's moment where she's talking about. She's talking to uh, Halbrand and saying, like, he's he's basically asking her, like, why do you keep fighting? And she talks oh. about how her her um, uh, I'm not like her her crew turned on her, yeah, yeah. And, and you know, mutinied because they couldn't tell the difference between her and the evil she was seeking to conquer any longer. Yeah, and I mean, that, I think that I think the thing that people may not like is like I like that darkness in her, but I want to like point out the moment in the mirror with Frodo. Oh yeah. Where, oh yeah. Yep. Where she says like, if you give me the, like, if you give me the ring, this is what you will get. So yeah. do yeah. not, do not give me that ring mm-hmm. because, uh, yeah, good point. The, like and seeing and seeing like this backstory of her and I know like they may be taking liberties, but we're seeing that complexity of ambition, you know, and how ambition like in and of itself isn't either good or bad. It's the intent behind it. And well, it, you're you're and you're like one, one you're just one hundred percent right because like in the in the second age, so some of the 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 stuff i've learned since the show's been on that i've like gone and and found out is like she was ambitious she she chose to not go to the undying lands and stay in the in right. middle earth because she wanted to have a kingdom she wanted to rule like her own yeah. region and so like that that i mean yeah I, I think about that i'm like okay i can see where this version of gladriel right here could get there like that as humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. That's where she might want to go. It's like, well, okay, you know, I'm in order to continue to fight Sauron in this in this evil, I need my own realm. Like I want to rule somewhere. Yeah. Which, you know, again, that's not very that that's pretty pretty ambitious and and it and it it could be you could take it as a good and it could go, you know, one of two ways, really well or really right. really badly. So yeah. Yeah. Well said. Yeah. All right. Uh Todd, yeah. Uh uh where were we? Numenor? Yeah. I'm 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 sorry guys. I'm over here on the screen looking at like like stuff that's happening with the strangers still. I'm just out of my mind. But let's get some thoughts on new like I'll tell you guys what I just found here in a second. But let's let's talk Numenor before we go there. Uh thoughts right. uh, thoughts on it. Yeah, what, what are you thinking about Antimo, uh Muriel? All of it. Antimo definitely gonna die here shortly. Oh, <laughs> Dang, no. that's three. That's, that's three, three, votes. three. Oh no. Power of three, baby. <laughs> so few few different thoughts on uh Numenor and what's going on in that. Um the one one thing I thought was interesting on um like Halibran was when they were floating on the raft and uh Gladriel's in the ocean and they go pull her on onto the raft and um i feel like the show has been very like intentional in the dialogue that they put in there and so like i listened really attentively on some of the dialogue to see how mm-hmm. it's a for different ways right and when she first gets on the boat he's he uses the line of something like looks can be deceiving right and then mm-hmm. but he's out there thinking about who's who's sore on right and then you're anticipating that he's somebody in the show right just in a mm-hmm. different form deceiving mm-hmm. you. So uh, whether it's, you know, he's talking about himself or whether he's talking about another character, I think there's different layers to mm-hmm. that. But, um, and then so another um, thought that I had around Numenor when they're, um, I don't know, again, don't know really the whole real backstory of Numenor other than it falls, but mm-hmm. uh, I thought it was interesting in the, like um, the scenes where they go to the Palantir. And I think of one, one movie that I really like is the matrix. And there's my favorite mm-hmm. one, of my scenes in there is when Neo goes to see the Oracle mm-hmm. and says to him, 
don't worry about the vase. And then he turns over and knocks over the vase. And then she says, basically, I told you not to worry about it. And then basically what's going to really bake your noodle later is would you have knocked over the vase if I hadn't said anything? Wow. I love that yeah. scene. Like, yes. Would, if when they look in the Palantir, is that really what ends up, you know, putting them down the path that ends yeah. up the downfall of, of Numenor? Like and a self-fulfilling then, prophecy almost. Yeah. yeah. And then there's another one last point on this of like when um, Elendil is like called to the queen regent and she's talking about the petals of the white trees falling. That's um, like the Valar judging them, right? Mm. His line after that is that in my experience, it is unwise to live one's life guessing on signs and portents. So kind of wonder if that's a, you know, should have been something that they listened to, right? Wow. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you're you're wow. you're trying to guess your way through. You're thinking, oh, I see this, and I want to do whatever I can to avoid it. So it's not really what you want to do. It's just to, it's almost like you're you're doing whatever you can to avoid that fate that you saw, uh, versus you know actually just doing what you what you feel is is right. And yeah, that's a that's trippy. I love that reference to to the, to the Matrix because yeah, maybe they should have never looked in there. Also, also like I think I think about how our characters in the trilogy like um. How often is are, are, is like Gandalf and Frodo and Aragorn specifically like they're paralyzed by by indecision or just different choices, right? They they don't know which choice to make. They they have to sit and really think about you know like the consequences of each choice, almost to the point where they're taking so much time that they're one of those one of those possible bad outcomes is going to happen just because they sit around and wait too long. You know what I'm saying? Like it is. It is one of those things where do you cause your own own grief? Mm-hmm. And also, like uh, Todd, I, I don't know how I never caught this before. Probably because I didn't know your love of it. But as correct me if I'm wrong, major Keanu Reeves vibes from Todd. Oh yeah, absolutely. Todd, Todd could be in a in a Matrix reboot. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> or a reload, if you will. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Big time, dude. Big time. Okay, yeah. as what do you what what else you you said you're looking at the stranger? Is are these clothes pictures or are they the nudes that were out there? I yeah, they're <laughs> just the ones this, they've released so far. Now, hold on, hold on. Are, is this really Calibre? Are you really looking at Charles Edwards again? Do we need to? Yeah, no. Oh, okay, I need to know about this. But okay, two two two, two <laughs> things. So we'll so the stranger real quick. Just first of all, he 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 does look. Uh, right, that final look when Nori's running away, he looks kind of evil, guys. He looks like I know. He looks what evil. And one of his the lines, ice? what were you thinking Malva? about the ice and stuff too? Me? Yeah, I thought you said something like that might indicate well, like that. Kurt, le- that leans into the idea of Kurt, Sauron, yeah. right? Kurt Kurt Jones got real bold. Uh, was it last last week when when he was on? He said that whole thing with the with the they're in um, the northern waste and they've come to that crazy. Um, palace thing. Oh yeah, yeah, the old fortress. And their, yeah. their flame has no heat, right? Right, right. And the whole thing with like the flame of the the meteor man, the stranger, like that. There's nope. no heat. There's no heat. a bunch of. Fr- and then I'm thinking like, well, there's ice, mm-hmm. and yeah. he's using ice to heal himself. And right. I don't know. I don't know. It makes. Sense. And but then like the, he repeats that line from Malva where it's like it's better and it's better than it's better than the dark or it's better in the dark or. You don't yeah. want to be in the dark, and I'm, he repeats that one line, and I'm like, "Well, that's weird." Right? Yeah, no, it's, it's yeah. And he's he's so, he's someone who's learning. So so again, the showrunners can sort of decide which lines Play they want to, which yeah, which, which right. ones you want him to repeat back. 
right. no, that's cool. I mean, I think it's it's just interesting, and I just I saw the final look up from him watching Nori run away, and it's not mm. really one of sorrow; it's more of amazement and power, um, mm. which is different. Mm, yeah, it's sort of like whoa, and it's a little dark. Daniel Wayman is killing it. I mean, the acting skills are just off the, uh, off the charts um, in yes, terms of yes. what what he's doing. But so yeah, that, that that's really cool. Uh, and then I guess you know, Killer Brimbor, we can go. I know you guys again would just talk about the the lore and stuff. Well, you know what? Let's not even preface this with any lore stuff. Just how yeah. do you feel about sure. yeah? What you've seen so far from Keller Brimbor, and we'll, we can go back in order. We'll go with Todd first, and then we'll work back through. So, Todd, what do you like? Like when you see him, his interactions, Lord Keller Brimbor. I mean, he definitely comes across as having a lot of uh, pride, right, of what he's doing. You can kind of see. I one thing I thought was interesting of in this episode, I was thinking through. Like, it felt like both Gilgalad and Keller Brimbor mm-hmm. were using bond. And then yes. if you think further on down, uh, basically, he ends up, being, like, Kelebumbor gets used himself, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yep. Dang. You know what? Wow. They deserve this. They do. They deserve this, man. Like, the, the, oh, my gosh. Are we going to be rooting for Sauron, like, by the end of this thing? Is I that I already am, honestly. I, I'm all about <laughs> oh it. Oh, my like, Oh my God! Our Lord Father, you know, I mean, let's go, let's go, well, works. You know what let's would be do a rewrite? Let's what would be <laughs> right, right? What would be wild is so. Uh, Keller Brimbor has been around since, like, he's seen uh, like Elrond's father. He said he saw him, you know, leave and go make his his plea yeah. to the Valar, and so he's been around yeah. for a long freaking time. If he yeah. were to interact, like, if any of these Gilgalad, anyone else were to interact with, or if they talk to a Rondir and they they hear about this Adar. Or one of Feanor's sons, you know, still being alive or something, that would be mind blowing. I think to see one of those characters, I guess, in, interact with somebody from, like, like one of our heroes in this second age, because it feels like that that person Adar is like, fr- like obviously been through some, <laughs> obviously been through something, right? And they're they're, uh, I mean, I don't <laughs> yeah. know, he's all he's messed up, but uh, I just feel like we're gonna have some sort of um, acknowledgement of of that. Of those, of those two, you know, individuals or, or whatever, but yeah, totally. I don't know. Um, I, I yeah, because I, I personally really like the the fact that Keller Brimbor has been around and he has all this experience because, like you said, so I mean, Todd's saying that we he feels like like Elrond was sort of yeah, I don't know, uh, mess with there a, a little bit, but then at the same time, he says some really good lines to Elrond. He shares some information about his father, and so I'm like, all right, that's that's really cool. But is that just further manipulation, though? Like, is he doing? Is he like? I don't know. Yeah. Like, that's a great I point. Like, he, he's gonna get he's gonna get played. Is he is he playing? Is he gonna deserve it? Because he's playing with one of our favorite characters. Like, right. don't mess with Elrond, man. Don't mess. Well, with him. and it's, it's almost like he, you know, like Elrond needs to develop as well. So the the, the, the tough thing for people yeah. is like, yeah. you need characters who develop and and grow, and we see we see them you know, uh, at the start and then at the finish, they're different people. So it feels like this is something he has to kind of go through. I mean, I love when the first episode, he's not allowed to attend all the meetings because he's not a, he's not an elf Lord. Right? Elf Lords only. Elf yeah. Lords only. And I was like, wait, yeah. whoa, what are you talking about? This is our guy here. So he, he's, he just should be the, just writing the speech. The, speech the, writer. The, count, the actual council of Elrond is everything. So yeah, yeah, that's true. Wow. But, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, okay, uh, Nicole, just thoughts on Celebrimbor, and if you want to throw Gilgalad in there, whatever, you know, just talking about these. Uh, I'm, I'm looking just at him. Just talking about my the... favorite. 
She's talking about favorite guy, Caleb Rimbor, hoping he's yeah, just, okay. Just love that Sauron. Um, uh, I, I, I don't trust Caleb Rimbor. Right. Um, and I, I don't know if it's just the way the actor plays him. Does it seem like he should be doing your taxes or something or like, <laughs> I don't know, helping you uh, secure a loan or invest wisely? I Doesn't he kind of come off that way? <laughs> He seems like yes, but also he seems like a guy who would play the the Game of Thrones very well. Yeah, like a yeah, Baelish, yeah. like a, a Peter Baelish kind of guy. Okay. Yep. So he's um, he's got some trickery. Like, yeah, like ultimately, like I think he probably like knowing as little as I do, like he probably is this guy who just started like like he started as a guy who possessed like this genuine passion for the craft that he does. But mm-hmm. again, mm-hmm. I think, I think that when it's tied to an ambition, I think he sees what there is to gain. And so I thought the same thing, like maybe it says, maybe it says more about me than Caleb Brimbor that mm. when he was talking to our boy Elron about his father, I was just like, man, is this genuine or is this manipulation? Because, mm, yeah. you know, like to your point, like Gilgalad, who I also don't care for um, currently, is, you know, like he is the guy moving all the chess pieces to where he wants them. And I think Caleb Brimbor is one of the chess pieces, but I think he's a chess piece that might move other chess pieces. Mm. Yeah. So I don't, I don't trust him currently. Um, We'll see how that goes. And like I said, he's messing with our boy Elrond and I I don't (laughs) like that. Well, Elrond and Durin are like the bromance of the second age. So wasn't it Gimli in the film who said something like, you know, never trust an elf, right? As something, I mean, think of so, he learned well. I mean, yeah, clearly, yeah. Never, right. never trust him. So never trust him. At the did. Council of Elrond, he said that actually. He, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, good point. yeah, I, I don't trust any wow. of them. Um, but except for Glorfindel. But other than that, uh, Amanda, <laughs> do you think we are going to see Charles Edwards as as Celebrimbor uh, reveal his biceps <laughs> and use Feanor's <laughs> hammer to some degree and uh, work on screen? I think we'll see the hammer. Okay. Isn't he Feanor's grandson? Yes. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. And he's right. the, the hammer's there. Okay. Yeah. That we've, and yeah, he's we... talked about it. I think he's going to use that. Right, right. I'm sorry. Um, Let me rephrase. Definitely. Let me make sure I emphasize certain parts of that question. <laughs> the biceps. The, the biceps. <laughs> Are we going to see the delts in action? All the, all, all the, what all does it take oh to swing God. that? You know what I mean? Oh my god, it's so disgusting! It's just, it's just like, it's hilarious. I'm telling you right now, like, I don't want to see it. That may this... be where the coordinator came in. Yes, yes. I'm in there coordinating the swing of this hammer. <laughs> I swear. Oh my gosh, crazy. But anyway, okay. No, I, I do think it would be cool to see him actually, like, uh... st- like start to to work on something in the forge, and and you know. Uh, producer, we're, we're talking rings of power, so it's like, right? I know. What is it he's Can we gonna? Get some rings? Yeah, right. who is? I mean, Gil- Gilgalad's got like enough to pass around the whole table here, but I mean, he's not sharing. <laughs> it's crazy. You see his hand? I mean, every you like got every three other on every finger, dude. I know, I know, he's got all the rings. It's like it's share. Just... Yeah, right. So, oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, wild. 
Um, okay, I guess, uh, hey, before we let you know you, you guys go and stuff, we want to kind of go round robin here and just sort of um, last things you, you, you want to share, just sort of like bigger takeaways, you know, just either from this episode or just from, from the series yeah. in general. And I'll, I'll give you, I'll buy you guys this little pro move here. I'm going to buy you a little time to, to think about that for a second because uh, for me, I, wanna, I want folks who have listened to the first half of this podcast, they will know that Ez has not seen any of this darkness that Lane has talked about. And so this is. Come on. I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Hey, how do you know I'm not seeing the light, man? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, which so, light is it? I'm calling it darkness right now. I may be coming back for episode six and saying I have seen the light. Who yeah, knows? Because yeah, I, might, what I'm going to do after this is over is is, and I know You're for gonna our guests, I'm going to go watch it. And I, I found it, oh, and I'm going to pull this up. So. So, uh, listen, Todd, Nicole, Amanda, you're gonna have to listen to the first half of the episode. Uh, we'll, we'll fill you in a little bit of a secret. We got to keep safe, but I wanted to weave it in here now. Uh, <laughs> Nicole, just, I just got a message from Nicole that said he really is an accountant. Oh my, one hundred percent. All right, now hold on. Did, did you I see ever... the picture? No, no. Did you send a picture like this? Come on, let's go. <laughs> you gotta see the picture. Come on, let me see if I I got spotty internet out here. Come on. Um, <laughs> Let me see if I can get this put while I'm waiting for that picture to load, which I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to be able to share this. To that. Wow. Um, that's, that's like, can I respond to this? Can I, I just want to say, dude, I'll, be careful. I'll send it to you, Ez. Okay. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm on. Ez. Yeah. I'm, on, I'm on up right now. Um, be careful as I, I just, I caution you. Okay. Like I, it's, it's one of those things like, mess with me. I, I kind I kind of wish I could not have seen that. Well, and see, that's why I was saying I, this is me prior to, yeah. and will I change? Will it change me? You'll, oh, you'll be a different person. I know you. I, come on, man. Okay. All come right. On. Well, we'll see. We'll we'll find out. I mean, because now, I'm I super think, interested. I think we're both going to be able to accommodate it. That's the thing. I think we're going to be able to accommodate it. Because, like, I'm fired up. Talking to our friends here. I know, right? I'm fired up. I love it. But yeah. there's another side of me. There's another side of me. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Right? There's many sides to every human, right? right? We're not just two. We're not a two-sided coin. Yeah. We're a twenty-sided yeah. die. All right. We're very stranger things here, and <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of emotions I'm processing right now after watching that video. After learning more, I think that's the other thing too. This show is gonna drive us all to like learn more about the second and first age, and and the more you learn, the more you're like, oh wow. The more you see the differences, and then you're like, I don't know. You question everything, man. I know. Yeah, I, you I know, hear you. I hear you. Who am I? Who am I? Which way to go? <laughs> yeah. Which uh, way to go? <laughs> all right. All right. So, uh, who wants to start? So, Amanda, we'll go in reverse order. We'll go. We we'll go. Amanda, uh, Nicole, and then Todd. Uh, and that's yeah, reverse order. And wait, you know, whatever I'm trying to say. <laughs> it's late. I'm, I. <laughs> Amanda, what are your major takeaways from from the show? How you feeling? Uh, what what do you want to leave us with? Any any nuggets you found, cool things, or just whatever you got? Um, I think we got to enjoy it for what we're getting. Yes, like, there you go. You know, when after the movies came out, like the original trilogy, we didn't think we would ever see The Hobbit. We mm. didn't think we'd ever see this. Mm. And now we're getting it. We may not have liked The Hobbit as much as we wanted to, but we got it. And I think yeah. we can enjoy that for what it is. And I think, you know, probably five years down the road, people will enjoy this more too. Mm. But I also enjoy it very much. So See, that's the I think there's right a there. lot. Um, I think there's just a lot that they can't do. 
and to try to do what they have done with the material that they have, I think is terrific. Yeah. See, yeah. That, that's wisdom. That's, that's, that's very wise. Hey, I know. Hey, that's, we needed that. You and I needed a firm, yeah. a firm dose yeah. of that. So, well, you don't need it yet. But you will. I will. I, I'm already preparing the draft as I go in because uh, I know what it's done to you. So yeah, awesome. That's good. You know, I, I think that's. I think that's true. You know, we got to look at like what we have and 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 be thankful and, and be happy that we have it. I was just thinking we have five seasons. They basically have come out and said yeah. we're just doing this and it yeah. will be here. And whether you like it or not, yeah, brother, it's here. So. <laughs> Uh, all right. And I remember when yeah. the movies came out, not to interrupt you, but there oh, were things uh, like yeah, I had there. just read the books for the first time through when the yeah. movies were announced. And there were changes that I wasn't happy with. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I would well, yeah. vent about that <laughs> to whoever would listen. But yes. I still love the films. Yeah. For what See, they and, are. and Amanda, like to, to go off that point, like, uh, some of those things were like just Peter Jackson's opinions, right? Like when he mm-hmm. was, when he was questioned point blank, on like, what happened to Tom Bombadil? What happened to the old forest? What happened to, well, he's like, you know, we, we don't know that they didn't go there. I just didn't want to explore it. And they were like, well, why, why? And he's like, well, I don't know. I was like, it's not a lot of, there's ring stuff there, but it's kind of, I don't really like it. And he said, he didn't like how, you know, the scouring of the Shire, he's like, I don't, I felt like it was anticlimactic. And so like, that's his opinion on, that's his differing opinion on what Tolkien wrote. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, like if you, if you wanted a literal translation, you're going to be, or adaptation, you're going to be disappointed, but yeah. Can, can things be changed and lost and even shuffled in a timeline uh, because yeah. it's the way the creators think it can work and also still enjoy it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And one thing like that, I whenever I kind of get annoyed at a time shuffle or something that I notice in the series now, in Return of the King, when Sam leaves right before um, the spider, mm-hmm. that wasn't in. Oh, that, that was yeah, that wasn't. And in that the, made at, me right. so mad. Yes. <laughs> but it was it was it like, was not in Frodo's character yeah. at in the yeah no yes exactly. But they still got it where they needed to be. And and even if you think about yes, and talk about a time time difference or something, like the the fact that it, the films make it, and I don't know how they would make it feel like the true length without also just putting like a seventeen years later thing, but which would feel cheesy. But like the the amount of time that it took Gandalf to go research the ring, it was seventeen years. Yeah. And in the movies, it feels like yeah. a couple of weeks or something. So, like, yeah, yeah, we have to we have to find ways. We're not creating these things, right? We're we're consumers. We're we're the audience. So we have to find ways to be like, all right. Uh, like Kurt Kurt Jones said it perfectly. He was like, I like the things they're that they're pulling from the lore, and the changes I'm okay with. Mm-hmm. And um, like, if you're gonna be able to enjoy a series, I think you got to get there somehow. And yeah, yeah. well, yeah. well said. Yep. Awesome. Okay. Um, Nicole, just some, some final sort of thoughts here, things you have, big takeaways, uh, things you want to leave us with. Sure. Um, I, I kind of echo Amanda's sentiments in that, like we're getting what we're getting. Um, I am, I'm glad that I have no preconceived notions. So Mm -hmm. to me, it's just like, this is great (laughs) because to me, I have, if it's going to get something, I have no idea. 
so uh, I have uh, I I don't know if I'm if I should be holding out this hope, but I've always waited to read the Silmarillion until you guys do it on the podcast. Wow. Because uh, Todd said he quit after two pages. I've never made it past the first paragraph. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no joke. <laughs> now we have to literally do it. I've never made it past the, uh, first, the first paragraph. But we, we literally have um, to do it for Nicole now. It's like, that's oh, our yeah. battle cry. It's like, for Nicole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Hey, do, we, we can do that. Instead of at the end of every episode saying, Frodo lives. You can yell yes. for Nicole. For Nicole. <laughs> yes, we will. We will. Yeah, it'll keep us going, yeah. honestly. <laughs> yes. Be my claim to fame. Uh. Um, but uh, I mean, I, I probably said most of my big takeaways at the beginning, but just really enjoying how uh, the theme of dark and light uh, have have been such a such a presence in, in Tolkien's work that I've read and watched. So to see that common thread still be there. And I'm I'm honestly pretty excited to watch this season and then I think it will be kind of that nudge to read some of those other things. Like mm-hmm. the the different books that have come out in the last couple of years. I'm like, well if they're anything like the Silmarillion, no thanks. <laughs> mm, yeah. Um but I, I think like I, I, I basically have just read Tolkien's incredibly long letter as the preface mm, to okay. uh, to the Silmarillion, and honestly, it's like if you're struggling with the Silmarillion, like take the time to read that because mm. I feel like I got a little crash course in Second Age mm. uh, <laughs> history, but. Yeah, my my biggest takeaways so far are just one, absolutely love the relationship between Elrond and Durin and taking that that rift and I guess you can't really say humanizing it, but I guess making it relatable because mm-hmm. <laughs> neither yeah. of them are human, so to speak. Right. Let's right. use our yeah. language like humanizing um you know what has like just the role of two people and uh, two beings and how they are kind of navigating that rift um again the big themes of dark and light and i'm just really excited to see what goes on with uh the stranger figure out who he is there's a lot Mm. of theories out there one of them being tom bombadil so oh lord yeah that is that is one that's out there yeah (laughs) Yeah, they're I'm everywhere, like, man. No. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah. Those are the big ones. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Love it. Nice. All right, Todd. Yeah, just some final thoughts here. Uh, Leave us with. Sure. Um, so I guess kind of similar to the opening of this, of my thoughts around it. I mean, you've, I feel like you're in Middle Earth again. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Long yeah. time. It pulls you back in. Um, Whatever the dollar amount Amazon paid on all of the production and everything was money well spent. It's mm. very amazing of uh, content that they put out there. So um, great to be back in Middle Earth. Um, uh, in general, enjoying the show overall. Uh, some storylines and and there, I'm kind of like Lane said earlier, like struggle a little bit with, but kind of just step back and just be thankful we're getting what we're getting and see where it all goes so yeah sit back and enjoy the journey 
Yeah. Nice. I love it, man. Billy Mortensen himself, like words of wisdom. I, I can't thank the three of you enough. Like I know that you guys probably think that this was a good time for you, but really it was a true honor for us to have you all on. And like, what a cool, I love how these, like the groupings and pairings we've had on have just been, Oh I really yeah. Feel so like cool. We, we're sitting down somewhere and like, we're meeting over coffee or like, I don't know, late night pizza or something. And, uh, we're, you know, hundreds, thousands of miles apart. And it feels like we're really all together in the same space, having a conversation, you know, at this point we're, we are old friends. Like it's, it's amazing yeah. to, and I, I, mm-hmm. I, uh, I can't remember when we said this as, but like, I hope that maybe it was last week in last week's circle segment. I hope that people are, cause this does help me. Like this does help me if, if I, if like a, an episode doesn't hit a certain way or whatever, it will help me like at least, I think the temptation is when you're watching a show and if something just if something that feels off or you don't respond to something, it's just like, well, I'm not going to watch it anymore. I'm out. You know, there's too many other things, but like you have to, I'm way too invested in middle earth. I'm way too invested in like this show to not stick with it. And you can't like, you can't make a judgment in part. Like you have to, you have to see the whole thing through. And so, and I think talking with friends and hearing their takes and their predictions and their responses, it really does inform how I myself like uh, interact with the show. And, and it, um, it's only benefited me from, from, uh, you know, hearing from all of you. So thank you guys for being, uh, being on this episode with us. Thank you for your friendship, most importantly, and just your willingness to, to come on and, and talk to just a couple of hobbits. Uh, yeah. Like we've been looking forward to all of these, uh, collaborations as I were talking, we're like, we've never had this much, um, collaboration, you know, in, in such a short period of time. And it's, it's like overwhelming and wonderful and enlightening, in uh, in equal parts so mm-hmm. thank you for for your time guys big time like i know it's right it's uh it's late for some of us and you know i mean it's it's time that you're giving up on a friday night so we really do appreciate it we love you guys yeah yeah thanks, thanks guys. for having us feel like this has been a long time coming so yeah absolutely absolutely you. awesome you're welcome you we thank you guys i'm like we can't thank you enough so I don't know. I mean, I don't know how these these just are going to keep getting better and better, but um, it's it's impossible to even compare them all. Like as it's crazy. No, it's really know. cool. It's really cool. And you guys yeah. have been great yeah. thoughts. Honestly, this is really really good, stimulating conversation. Uh, and, and when you get a chance, uh, listen to the first half of this, and you'll know why. Lay ne- we needed this, <laughs> but I I just feel really good about this conversation. So, all right, you guys have a great night, and we appreciate you. All right, same to you guys. All right. All right. See you guys. Good night. Oh, man. Um, wow. That was wild. That was wild. That was wild. Great, I mean, like, great conversation. Uh, oh, we just get swept up. We don't we? We just get swept up in these conversations, man. It's right. amazing. It's yeah. amazing. Like hearing hearing their like their 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 takes on different people, groups, and characters, and and the way the story is going, and then even just like at this point, we're starting to see common favorites and like popularities like how i don't think we've talked to anyone who doesn't like elrond and duran's relationship like it's something that is striking a chord with fans for whatever reason if it's like a good mixture of humor and um you know drama and right just all these different elements a bit of humanity even though they're not humans you know per se but yeah 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 that was, no. that was great it was wonderful and like to 
like what we've we've heard from Nicole, but we've never like had a, a big long conversation with her. You know, last time we saw Amanda was in in the Shire, you know, like three years ago. Yeah, for sure. And um, I actually that the photo I posted from the LEP two recently for to celebrate International Hobbit Day was was some uh, was one that she shared, like she reshared on yeah. uh, on Facebook from one of her memories. So that was cool. And then you know Todd, like we haven't talked to Todd for a long. I mean, in the person in person anyway, um, mm-hmm. not in person on zoom and stuff yeah you know, yeah it's been a while i want to say like pandemic time was the last time that we we spoke with him so it's it's been i've been looking most forward to that and then it's amazing how it just it's seamless it feels like we we just talked to him last week or two days ago you know yeah, and so, you know that's the cool amazing. thing i just feel like in, in middle earth too when you look at all these different realms and kingdoms and places that people come from, and we have people, yeah. you know, international, and then people just even in, in 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 our own home country that are just all over the place. It's just really cool to kind of get together once in a while and have a sit down, a chat, you know, like a little party, grab a drink, what's going on, and and then okay, we'll see you in who knows when. It's unexpected. Yeah, it's just yeah. It's, yeah, wherever it's cool. wherever life takes you, and and where, where the the road goes ever on, and we just kind of, you know live our lives it's just really really cool and i always say this in, in the podcast i've said it multiple times like it's cool that we share this these moments together these are the people that yeah. we like you know the listeners you me like we occupy the world right now at this at this yeah. moment and it's just it's cool and it's a it's i think it's a, a neat thing to share with other people and it kind of connects us and unites us in a way that's that's pretty awesome so really it really does yeah um Okay, so I, I kind of derail not derail us at the beginning, but I had my little you know my moment. What, what so what, yeah, what yeah. were your what were your big takeaways from the episode? Well, uh, this episode five? first of all, I'm looking at this table here uh, where where Duran <laughs> is toasting and is interrupted. <laughs> I gotta say they did something so so clever. Uh, they they make like there's this battle of of. I don't know words. This, this, what? Like you get a lot of times that Gimli, and between Gimli and Legolas, there's, yeah, it's it's more like okay, Legolas is awesome, and the elves are awesome, and Elrond and Galadriel and all these cool things, and just to have the dwarves step up and really shine here, and to have him go to back and forth in in words yeah. and sort of cunning and and just two kingdoms, he's got it. He's got what it takes to be the prince, like yeah, the yeah. king. I mean, it's. A king and a prince sitting here across the table at, at two opposite ends, and to have Elrond looking between them, I just think it's I think it's friggin' awesome. And I thought they He's, they're he, nailing that. He seems a little more savvy than like Gimli there or even go. like Thorin. Like he's less quick to anger, maybe yeah. like in personal, like with with Elrond. But yeah, he's a much more uh, uh, like uh, what would you diplomatic with. Um, with Gilgalad, it's more like he's he's his equal as opposed to it feels like when we see dwarves and elves before that the dwarves are literally, you know, talking up to. Yeah, I mean, or the elves are talking down to the dwarves. I should say, I well, guess, because he starts uh, talking. Yeah, he starts talking to. He says, I, I I should commend you, right? Casa Doom has been called the quietest. Yeah, right. He's yeah, a little insult there. Yeah, right, the, the quiet. It's yeah. a quick little like, okay, I'm going to insult you a little bit, right? And yeah, by the you've way, been sleepy down there. Yeah, everyone sitting there knows Gilgalad started that because they were about right. to, to to tip the drinks back, right? But then all of a sudden, hey, the furnaces are kind of picking up a little bit, and and uh, you know, we, the where, what are you guys doing? How deep are you digging? What's going on? So yeah. yeah, to what do you owe this new like, I don't know, like like energy that's going on there? 
And he says, yes. I might ask the same of Lyndon. I mean, real like sort of like, I'm not going to answer that. Let me put my drink down here for a second and yeah. talk about you're shipping off your warriors. You're expanding your cities. Uh, and he bites, yeah. he, he like bites in that little like leaf petal or whatever. It just was perfect. And he does it with comedy. And it's, I don't know. I just right, thought, right. I, I thought it was genius. So, so that was really cool. And I think everyone's really liking that story arc and they're, they're enjoying what's going on there. I haven't seen a lot of people really. Even people who are super out on the show, they're like, well, Durin is pretty awesome. And Deez is actually pretty funny. Yeah. And, and like Elrond yeah, is, yeah. you know, mixed in all of that is, is actually pretty, pretty interesting. So that is landing big time, I think, with folks. Um, I think Adar is also landing big. Yeah. People are going, whoa. Like, it's super mysterious. He's super interesting. Uh, Joseph Maul is a, is, a, is a great actor. And it just he is. He is incredible. It's stunning. There's it, there's lore. There's lore, big time lore behind that character. So yeah, I feel good about that. And then, asked, and then yeah, yeah. No, go ahead, go ahead. Well, and then, and then just a stranger. I was gonna say like those three big thi- yeah. uh, those things. I think are really working for people, um, and they're working for me. I, I also enjoy the Numenor stuff, and the, the, you know the Bronwyn, Arondir arc. Uh, but those are sort of my bottom tier right now in terms of yeah arcs yeah. that I'm, I'm i'm really liking so and that's okay you yeah. got like i mentioned there's like five or six right there so i mean right yeah there, there's yeah. a lot to love in in this series and and the things that you that it i'm is... like eh, you know i mean i like i'm rooting for Antimo, right i mean i'm rooting for i know that's more I personal that's a connection to the podcast but i mean wow, but still, he's amazing he's, he's amazing he is amazing and it's made me look at that group more closely than i would have before actually so i absolutely I appreciate absolutely but uh, yeah, those are my my bigger takeaways. I just enjoyed those three sort of arcs: the Stranger, Durin, uh, and Elrond, and then also um, Adar. So, yeah, it's um, interesting because you know um, Adar J- Joseph Mall is a huge. Uh, well, Jimmy O'Connor, our, our Kiwi buddy, is is in love with. Um, in love with Joseph Mall, a huge fan of his, and you know that he got to he got to meet him, uh, run into him in in Auckland, and um, I so I asked him, I'm like, how are you feeling about the show? Like, how do you feel about Joseph Mall as a dar? And he's like, man, mm-hmm. he said he just he's just killing it. And one of the interesting things that he he brought up too that I hadn't even really put two and two together is he was like he loved hearing, um, Anthony's interview and and hearing about him in the gym right and he was like he and he was like he's getting he's like lane i'm getting serious like daniel day lewis method actor vibes from from uh, joseph mall like how he would go and he would like just crush the weights and how he like wasn't playing around with his fellow actors at the gym like he was there for a purpose he was going to do work and then like he even brought up he wasn't at any of the um any of the uh, premieres or any of the press junkets or anything like that. He hasn't been doing like late night talk show, which is a lot like what, you know, like Daniel day Lewis doesn't do that kind of stuff. And Mm -hmm. some of the more quote unquote serious, like method, like intense actors who are playing intense roles. And I was like, Oh my God, I hadn't even noticed that. I haven't even, I hadn't even like put that together and that he hasn't been present for a lot of that stuff. And I wondered how much of it was just secrecy in his role and them not even wanting to, give people a chance to ask him questions about his character. True, true. But or how much of that was him just electing to say, nah, I'm I'm not interested in that. I if I don't have to be obligated to it, I won't. So it's just really cool seeing some of those different uh responses for people who are fans of like his. Um 
he's maybe one of the most interesting looking people I've ever seen too. Like his bone structure is crazy. And I don't know how much of his like face facial structure is, is, uh, enhanced or like augmented by a prosthetic, like the prosthetics of the scars and stuff. But he is such a cool looking dude, man. I mean, like, yeah. Yeah. yeah and that, that scene of him just staring into the sun was, was amazing. And then the physical force, I mean, I know it was a stunt, but, for him to just slam Waldrick back, it looked real. I was like, oh, oh my sure God. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. He that's, picked that's him up. Those and weights. Got yeah. yeah. It's the weights in the gym. Um, right. Right. Yeah. So, anyway, I just, I'm going to say, man, just be careful watching that video, buddy. Just be, I, I, and, and don't let me influence you either. You know what I mean? I know you won't, yeah. but like, I, cause I, I was, I was caught off guard by this thing. I literally thought I was going to be watching more criticism um for me and us to defend in an episode and it turned into just me getting sucked in and mm. uh, crazy so i think yeah i think we'll be okay like i think we'll be able to to um accommodate both but right right my yeah. goodness it, it was just it's amazing to finally hear someone else's idea of how it's possible to bring these stories to life because before i had just heard people's complaints and there weren't any you know, that's, that's like, it's fine to have gripes about something, but if you're, if they're really serious and you're throwing around like really big accusations of creators, then you better like have your own idea of how it could work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And people never do. Like most people don't because they, they can't like, cause I, I mean, I, I was explaining this to my dad cause we were talking about it and, and I, I cause I was kind of nervous. I'm like, I don't know if I want to say anything. He was like, Lane, just, he was like, be honest, be true. Like, do, yeah, 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 do what sure. Yeah, and I, I'm like, I know. I said, I and I don't. I just don't want to make anybody. I don't want to seem like I'm flipping my my stance on anything or whatever. But like, honestly, the first two episodes were the strongest for me, and since then, there have been parts that I've liked. But like, I've been rewatching episodes to like them more, mm-hmm. not because I liked them. You know what I'm saying? Like when I rewatch sure. when I rewatch the Fellowship of the Ring the first time, it's because I wanted to. And when I've when I've rewatched these episodes, I feel like it's because almost because like I have to mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to kind of get a little more out of it in a way. And so I don't know what that is. And I'm not and I'm not sure why those first two episodes landed so hard. I, I don't know if it's because they they felt more like the trilogy or there there was an epic, epic grand feel to them that I feel like has kind of been lost a little bit. That That, that was my biggest um maybe disappointment in the, in the last like three, what are we on episode five now? Yeah. Yep. Episode five, the last three episode three, four and five last three episodes is it feels like it's gone so interpersonal that we've lost kind of the grander aspect. And after watching that video too, I thought I had remembered fires on being portrayed differently. Right. I, I, I said yeah. it to you in private and <laughs> Sarah, I was like, Farzan looks like he's he's gonna like come fix my 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 email after I've been hacked at school. Like right. feels like an IT guy they threw a robe on. And no offense to like the the like the way he's portrayed or looks or anything. Like for me, Farzan seemed like he should have a, a really intense look. And yeah, he like like he's a Farzan in the stories is a huge alpha male. Mm-hmm. He's a warrior. Like he is someone who is so bold. And such a like he first of all he literally does he goes and like just conquers and kicks butt mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I don't I don't know like I see Farzan in that scene in the dungeons and he's afraid to even draw his sword on Galadriel and this is the same guy who in the lore thinks he's gonna go go um 
go storm the undying lands. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know it, what I'm saying? he's like, and, yeah. and he calls out a Rue, a Luvatar. He's like, I want the one I'm going to kill right. God. Right. I, I just don't, they, they're not the same portrayal of like, that's, it's a, it's a huge diversion from, it's more like, well, we're going to make him kind of more like a, a Grima slash Saruman character. Sure. Like in between sort of like a, a love child of Grima and Saruman. And it just, I don't know, like that, that doesn't feel epic and grand. It feels more like boring or lackluster. And so that kind of stuff has been, has been more um, glaring to me in the last few episodes where I'm, I'm like, I, I need something a little more. Mm-hmm. And so I'm hopeful for that in the future and in subsequent seasons and stuff so anyway that's yeah. where i am well I, th- I think a lot of people like you know nicole or who, who was just on and other people who you don't don't listen to us and aren't looking up spoilers have no idea who farazon the yeah, golden yeah, yeah. is right it's, and and right. so it, and sarah it, said the same thing she's like lane i wouldn't have known if you wouldn't have told me that i never would have even known that that's who right. this guy which is, is or what he does and yeah because yeah, because like lottie's thoughts and theories on farazon are very yeah. Interesting. So you you think like, right, ooh, right, I right. wonder what they're trying. So they, there's like an olive branch for us who are really gonna go watch it anyways. Here's a couple of cool things you guys are gonna like. Right. And by the way, right, we're actually right, we're right. opening all. So that's trip. That's something we have to do. Be self reflective and say, you know, yeah, because right. because like Gilgalad, you said it. I mean, does Gilgalad seem like the Gilgalad who we've read about before no. and stuff? Not no. at all. Like, but and see, I also think as I'm like I'm like what what would be the downside of portraying them more true to how they are. I don't think there is a doubt. Like that's where I'm having trouble. I think is I'm like, I, and maybe this is just me getting older too. And like, I, I hear myself and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I sound like my uncle Joe after he saw the Lord of the Rings trilogy. And he was like disappointed with the portrayal of Aragorn. And he yeah. like, didn't like how he was uh, like uh, more reluctant in his claiming of the kingship. And so maybe this is me just being an old fogey or something or like, you know, as you as you learn more and more about it, and you're like, well, why couldn't they have done? Why couldn't they have characterized those guys more true? Because really, like another point I've i heard made was, like the kind of the portrayal we're, we're getting of Galadriel is sort of more like how Gilgalad was. Like he he was more like the guy who was ready to jump in and fight Sauron mm-hmm. and believed he was still around when others did, because yeah. he perceives Anatar. Yeah. And right now, this this version of Gilgalad, he's not going to be able to tell Anatar Sauron. Yeah, or if yeah. he is, he's not going to tell anybody, and he's not going to like try and. They're all getting duped. I mean, that's right. I'm just yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't. And I'm I'm like, are they going to go there? Like, are they going to rectify that? And the same thing with Elendil and and the Sealder. I'm like, a Sealder is um, like I like that they're making him conflicted and stuff, but in the stories, he's like. Uh, anyway, like I know he's not, he's not even mentioned really in the second age, but you have to kind of work backwards from, yeah, just from, from where we know saw about it. him yeah, yeah. in the third age. Right. And, and, and then also I think about, uh, like, um, I, I didn't, I've, I'd forgotten that. I always thought Anarion was older. He's not, he's a younger brother to a shielder. Oh, is he? Okay. And so yeah. he is. And so it's like, well, where is he? Like, yeah, he's younger than a sealed door and he's, he's off on his own or is he, is he, you know, like, what is he doing? Where is he in the West of, of Numenor? Is that where right, he is? And then right. some of the things that like, um, Elendil says, like, he's the, he's the dude who like leads the faithful in secret, right? He's mm-hmm. the one who, even when it's banned speaking Elvis, she's like, no, I'm going to continue and I'm going to stick up for the old ways. Kind of right. like how Tar Palantir does. Actually, I think Tar Palantir is my favorite uh, next to Antimo is my favorite Numenorian. 
Okay. Yeah. Like this this old guy that we've seen twice, uh, and one one of the times he was on he was like out of it, right? He was asleep. Right. Um, but like how? Yeah, I don't know. So I I, I don't know. Like Elendil talking about hey, you serve Numenor, you do whatever they say. I'm like, what? That doesn't even. Yeah, I know. I think the the, sound... the other yeah. thing too is that like we've never, you know, what we're told. I think in 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 history terms. You know, when you look at those things, it's like it's it's just like this is what they ultimately did became. Yeah, that's and, true. I mean, that's so, true, right? And I think we're at you know episode five, and so it's sort of like okay, we got five actual seasons to still go, and right. I think a lot of these characters are going to be around for all five of those seasons. So, yeah. well, I mean, now four, now really four. So I mean, yeah, that's yeah. that's what I'm thinking. I'm, I guess that's my point too. Is I'm like, like this first season's almost done. Like, yeah, it's going to end yeah. with this big battle, right? We're going right. to take two more episodes to get to this big battle, and then that's season one gone. Like that's, and yeah. and and some of these characters, I'm like, they haven't changed at all. Mm-hmm. Like Halbrand has barely changed. He's decided he wants to go back mm-hmm. only because Gal- Galadriel hasn't changed much. Right. Um, right. I, the most complicated, I, maybe it's why it's you so universally loved. The most complicated relationship has been Elrond and Durin. They've had the most kind of like back and forth and like complexity yeah um I, I don't know i just thought i'm like we're i don't want to say we're running out of time but it kind of feels like for everything we know and i guess maybe we don't know where this is going to end but it seems like well, it's got it and close that, to what we know yeah yeah i think it's interesting too when you yeah, compare does, movies to, right. to 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 um you compare a movie so like when i watch strider from let's say from from brie uh to to weathertop or even just right before they get to the council of elrond it's sort yeah. of like if you gave me a series on that and we're like and I right. and I, you just blew up you showed me more of that and Absolutely. I'm watching five episodes yep. I'm like dang this guy's really not developing much here I mean yep. but you, so I think the more it depends on the this is what I was a little bit worried about with it being a show is that like right. you don't have somebody sitting down and getting that whole experience it's actually like right. yes. pulled out over over 8 weeks of your life and, where and, in which I, you're experiencing I life at the same yes. time, you're not sitting in a theater for three hours just to go on a ride, and you can't even binge watch it. And and I know yeah. that I'm literally contradicting my my own defense of this series from a few episodes ago. I'm mm-hmm. fully aware of that. Yeah. Like I know that I, I I said exactly what you said a couple of weeks ago, saying, you know, it's the pacing is gonna feel different because it is a TV show. Mm-hmm. But I I think even even with that in mind, I'm like I thought I thought it would be a little further. Yeah, you know I mean, I'm just, just be yeah. real, just be honest, and just my honest reactions, and because I know that's what we we've always talked about being. Like we've even said at the beginning, like we, our opinion might change of the show, and you know it could swing back and forth a thousand times. It's all like yeah. very week to week. Um, yep. But yeah, yep, that's just sure. that's kind of how I feel right now. I'm just sort of like, man, I I don't know. Well, like, you I know, I mean, do, I hope they don't do a deal dirty. Like I hope they don't do Gilgalad dirty. Like I hope that we get we get some redemption from them, and I hope that like the Mm-hmm. The relationship between Isildur and Elendil doesn't stay like this. I hope it changes big time because I don't know. Like, yeah. it's it's got a lot of growing to do. Like, you know, right, right, yeah, and a lot, a lot, a lot of growing to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. So that is interesting. You know, I think I think now I'm I'm more intrigued to go. You know, check out what you checked out and see what it is that totally kind of yeah. You know, made, know. made, made you think. Uh, and also, I get it too. Along the way, I mean, really, yeah, you have up, you have some, out of five episodes. If you had to rank them, you, well, you got to pick number one. Right. You could say, hey, all right. five of these are really great, but I, I got to right. pick the best. And here's the best out of the out of the out of really a good batch. 
Um, and then you might even be saying too. So like when you get to the end of this, there's gonna be highs and lows in this series and arcs and plot lines that are good yep. and some that maybe aren't as good. You know, like that's yeah. That's kind of and I uh, guess yeah. Yeah, and that's part that's part that's part of the the journey too, right? And I guess part of I guess what I'm also grappling with too is I'm some of the uh, criticisms that people have even like called in and said I'm yeah. starting I'm starting to to feel a little bit more like I I'm like okay yeah I get that one I understand that the, um, the biggest one has been the time I I see people say like well this doesn't yeah. they have just thrown the timeline out the window and it's like yes <laughs> and and actually yes, once the time what's the time compression I think is what the term yeah that I've seen used is it is it's compressing time instead of yeah. Yeah, and so I, what do you do? You have to make a decision one way or the other, and this is how right I because if you do, do it, it by the book, I mean, like you said, well, we can't put Killer Brimbor in with right. these other guys. They all got to go. But the, cra- dude, the then, crazy thing is, this. Wait until you watch this video because this guy had some has some really interesting ideas. Yeah, ways to show those, and I was like, oh, yep, that would work. I would buy that, and at least at least hearing it in in rough concept form, I'm like, that would work really well. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, this would be cool. Show, I mean, people who are so. interested in it, I, I mean, if you yeah. want me to link it, I'll link it down below. And then people who you want can. to go check it I out. Mean, yeah, people yeah. want to. Uh, again, like it, it's it's almost like it's, it's this own. It is like this own thing that exists. But um, yeah, I just found it so compelling. Like I couldn't. I didn't want to like it. You know what I mean? I was like, I wasn't like looking for this or searching this out. It it, it happened. It found me, and I was like. Yeah. My God, I can't stop thinking about it. Like it really is. So, and then it made me look at different. Look, maybe look at these things in new light, like the Tom Shippey thing and the mm-hmm. Peter Jackson thing. And I was like, well, you know, it's almost like you do have to kind of go look at the other side and think, well, what if that is true? What if Tom was fired? Yeah. And and I'm not saying it's Payne and McKay, but like maybe someone at Amazon or in the machine was like. No, we legally could go talk to PJ, but we don't want, we don't care. We're, we're, yeah. we're well, doing, or, you know what I mean, like you have to look at both sides, I think. And it's made me kind of entertain yeah. those a little more than I wanted to in the past. I don't know. I don't know as what's going on. Well, I mean, uh, for, for example, which way to follow, like we yeah, have which way to go. And, and like, <laughs> I was just watching Andor, for example. Um, and yeah, I was yeah, watching yeah. how like the tone in that is totally different than anything in star Wars. And everyone's yes. sort of talking about like who came in and said, we're doing this was it the, 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 the director. And then was that, hmm. was the story greenlit by who the studio. So yeah, you, when you get in these kind people want to talk about the lore and what they want to do and, is this Tolkien? Is it not? It's also just sort of like you look at the studio itself. I mean, maybe people get in there. It's like this is not. I mean, it's too predictable, or it's too this, or it's too that, yeah, or they right, they right. want to throw in these extra elements, or it. Yeah, I mean, does it make sense? And and would people yeah. would people who don't know any of the like, is there a reading assignment you have to do prior to going in and watching this to enjoy right. it in in another you know way? So that's that'll be interesting. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, because because I see it. At- yeah, I was going to say at the same time, like like um, Peter Jackson's interpretation took me captive without ever reading a, a page. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think like if it's done right, right you, can, but I, you can allude to these loftier things in in books, but in a way that you, you love what you're watching, but it sucks you in and wants you 
makes you want to go read those things, like want to go search out the source material. Right. And I go back to, to my the student. Yeah. I, I saw him today. I said, have you seen episode yeah. five? He was like, first thing I'm doing when I go home is watching episode five. He was <laughs> oh, like, I love I, that. Yeah, See, I he, love he, that. He was like, he was like, this show is good. And I was like, that's it a, is a quote. Good, it is a good. quote. He was like, that, this show is good, Mr. Kirk. And it I was is. Like, yeah, man, cool. And then like like Lottie, sort of same thing. Like she was like, oh, she's like, the more you tell me about this, the more in like she's like, you can't tell me anything because I have to do the newbie panel on like Sundays. And so I'm like, okay, <laughs> right, cool. Right. So she's watching and she's asking ten questions. She's like, well, wait, how does where did this guy come from? Uh, and then yeah. is he related to him? And I'm like, I can't tell you. You know, so right. she but she's like super. <laughs> like locked in from, from I mean just enjoying it but yeah I, I get what you're saying yeah. so some it's so weird because as you just said your experiences what you take into the show it's what Yoda says to Luke when he goes into the cave yeah he's like well yeah. what's what's in there he's like only what you take with you right only what you t- right so um yeah and I, I think maybe how it changes too is like so the movies got me as a teenager right yeah and they got me to get into the books and that got me to get into Tolkien and that made me respect the books in a way where I'm like, yeah, this is, and then I saw how, how that was respected in the filming process too. And then again, you've got big changes that were made, but I think you could agree that like overall that it was, it was the books were very, you know, heavily valued. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then, and then and then when something new comes along, it's almost like you, your perspective is flipped where you're more like looking for things in the story as opposed to discovering things in the film that you go search for in the story. And so it's this weird kind of, like you're not wanting to nitpick, but at the same time, you're like, why can't, why can't that be portrayed in the same way that it was in the, in what Tolkien wrote? Like he knew what he, he knew what he was doing. Mm-hmm. There were a yeah. lot of things that he, he did that you could, it's just yeah like for for instance like for yeah. instance i i don't know like the theme and then i'll shut up but it's just it, i think this is good to talk about right i mean this is beneficial isn't it yeah like, oh, this sure. isn't like yeah bad okay and i'm also working through my own issues here but like um You're fine yeah yeah like no. right now i couldn't tell you i couldn't boil down this show into like a theme or a, a word mm-hmm. or like even a generalization it feels like it's all kind of over like there's different there's so many different things going on I guess really I would say the light and the dark, right? Yeah. And that there's yeah. lots of light, sources of light, and some of them are actually just reflected light, right? Yeah. But like this this guy in his in his in his um breakdown and his his arcs, he was like, The Silmarillion is in actuality a trilogy. It can be broken into three parts. And I was like, Wow, I've never heard someone say that. Or the second age, I'm sorry. The second age can be broken into three parts. I'm like, that's amazing Mm -hmm. and then he said the two themes or ideas or competing concepts are death and the desire for deathlessness Mm, okay and i was like oh my god wow yeah and so he was his argument is that everything should go back to that everything should go back to that i don't feel like everything in the story is going back to like in the show right now it's going back to those those ideas of I guess maybe it is. Maybe that's why I'm confused. It's like, well, it's because it's like Will Witch Light. Yeah. It almost seems like well, Tolkien there was, were many, so, was so yeah. Tolkien was like very clear on like there there is a light and there is a dark. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not like there were there are like lots of different lights and you can you can he didn't even and maybe it's just because of who he was. He was like there you can't even be confused. Even though right. in the second age they are, right? A lot of 
So yeah, I don't know. Well, I'm confused myself, man. Hey, that's all right. I mean, yeah, I'm about as. I mean, <laughs> no, I think it's yeah. That's it. See, I because I think when I go watch this thing, I, I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna find out. But like, it's so intriguing that we've linked this guy in our in our our thing. And if you were like, what, what are you guys talking about? He blew me, dude. He blew me away, man. Which I is was, cool. I was I, literally blown away. I, I really think that's cool, and I think it's something done. Yeah. Prior. I wonder if there's a follow, you know, like a follow up to say, you know, here's some of the things that they didn't. Because I'm just thinking off the top of my head about there being no name for death and then they had many names Mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. you know you're thinking about the uh, in this very episode the elves are dying without your help we our light and you know will be extinguished and that our people will perish you know and you're in whose hands well you're in Durin's hands so i don't know and then there's the whole yeah i mean they do they they do keep going back to the to the light and the dark so i'm watching it right now with this uh, which is probably glorfindel and this belrog uh, fighting in this tree right here, but uh, yeah, so it probably I, is. Well, and even I guess even the mithril, the the light that can't be diminished, no matter what you do, no matter what darkness you throw at it. So there, I think that probably is. Yeah, because you know because, uh, that probably is like the common thread, I guess, or the it, main idea, overarching. Yeah, you know. uh, yeah, a power as pure as, as yeah, power as pure and light is good. So, anyways, th- yeah. there's a um, what was I going to say? Oh, oh, darn it! I totally lost it. Dang it. Sorry. No, nah, it's all it's good. My bad. Uh, yeah. I don't we know. Did, we did get a, a cool message from someone. I'll give you time to you'll, – you'll get it if I start talking. Yeah, cool. Um, Hannah messaged us on Instagram and said she was just listening to season four – or season four, good Lord. Our, our episode number 109, which would be, probably be season four for us. I don't know. Yeah. On episode four, and uh, we were talking about, you know, are any of the rings made of Mithril, and she decided to do some digging – on um the wiki page for lord of the rings and it turns out that nenya galadriel's oh. ring is made from it's made from mithril mithril yeah wow yeah it was des- described as being made of mithril and set with a white stone presumably a diamond and that nenya I, I, I didn't realize this nenya comes from um uh the quenya nen meaning water because her her ring is oh, okay the ring yeah, yeah the ring of water yeah yeah Right, so um, that's cool. Anyway, yeah, there you go, Mithril. So, well, that's cool to see that. Yeah, that, that little tiny, those little nuggets, and people are you know finding yeah. those and, and, and enjoying those, and even some of our friends and who are like super Tolkien people are like, oh, I think, yeah, yeah. happy to find those little nuggets. And yeah, I, I feel like she, that's... Even, she had a great idea. She like um, made her wonder that even if the piece that D four gives Elrond will eventually become Nenya, if Ooh, that piece yeah, of Mithril cool. is turned into Galadriel's. That'd be cool. Ring, which would be yeah, it would be cool. So yeah, uh, the thing I was thinking about, and just just in terms of themes, was like See, I knew it'd come back. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, was the idea that like in this, it's it's many partings, right? And it's it's all about right. like yeah, yeah, leaving. So like this one episode had, and we had the one with fathers, right? And then where you came, yes. like your this right. whole episode, the great wave of fathers, and yeah. so, but then you're like, what's that through line on all the episodes and the whole sort of overarching theme too? It's a comp. It's a complicated uh, thing, and I think the writing too. I think yeah. it was, was Todd that said this. Like, they are really super intentional about like every word they chose for dialogue in this. I mean, the yes. script is. Yes. I think right. this is gonna ruffle some feathers, but like, give Ryan Johnson credit uh, for this. I loved. I loved that script. I loved the Last Jedi. I know a lot of people didn't like, but I loved it, dude. Well, I mean, when you do something at the start where it's just like when Luke Skywalker says, "What do you think I'm gonna do?" Right? Take out my laser right. sword and face down the entire First Order, 
and it's a throwaway right. sort of like that's not going to happen and it right, sure as heck right, is everything right. that happens and you're like whoa dude right so yeah. i mean that kind of stuff is is like and you feel like there's that level of 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 writing so and there's all these little people are pulling theories out right that's how you get yeah. these the king of the dead and all these different things so i feel yeah, like yeah, they yeah. they wanted to build an internet buzz on who's who who yeah. who is Sauron? Yeah, and that it, might be uh, the thing that throws people where they're like, "Oh, that doesn't feel like our the to- the Tolkien spirit." You know, it's like, all right, it's a guessing yeah, game. Yeah, and full, right, full honesty. Right now, does it feel it, to me? There's a part of me that's. I'm, I'm, I really am like a little tired of it. Like it's, it's feeling so oh, gimmicky. Yeah, yeah. It, it goes. You know on. I mean, like, yeah, it's kind of like, well, can we find out who one of these people is? Like, at right. what, how long are we going to drag this? At first, I was all for it. I'm like, let's keep. But yeah, there's keep, only, there's only so much you can speculate before you're like, come on. And you're right. That is not a very – like because we've never had a show, I guess. So maybe that's what, why they would argue – why people would argue that mm-hmm. it doesn't feel – or, or why why I might have an issue with it or it might feel like we're getting kind of tired of it is because we haven't experienced a, a middle-earth TV show yet. But it does kind of – you're right. It does sort of feel like the opposite of – Yeah, because you Even though we get we, – yeah, I mean we get snippets of that in the movie, right? Because we – but it's almost like – in the movies, it's like, well, if you read the books, you know that Strider is Aragorn. But for if you're viewing the movie for the first time, you don't know. So there's like a, there's almost kind of like um, mm-hmm. layers that way where if you know it, you'll know it. Right. If you don't, you'll be surprised by it. Yep. And this doesn't seem like that at all. It seems like there's almost no clue, no real, because like there you said, are... the clues are all over the place. Yeah. And, and yeah. they're meant to, I, so what they've done, they've Misleading. almost. Yeah. Well, they've almost said, you know what? We're going to make sure not even the people who have read the books know. Exactly. And that which, feels kind of, yeah, that maybe that doesn't, we're not used to that. So, right. Because I think people are sort of like, whoa, hold on a second. This is really, I think this is probably the only season where they can do that. I, I well, I mean, you could probably do something later yeah, down the line. I but I hope so. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like you have to, but these last couple episodes tell us something like we got it needs to start like, like gandalf needs to start looking more and more like gandalf and i felt like this put episode i felt like this episode he did yeah, put a put a hat on that guy yeah. <laughs> but but this episode when he started talking and like if you ever look by the way this is what's so trippy um daniel wayman when, he, when you look at his face and oh, tell yeah. me you don't see saruman I know. Yes, I'm we talked about this. Every Angular time, and the yes, you're right. Way dude. more angular, way less like I know. friendly, like like Gandalf. Uh, His eyes are terrifying. They're they're not super friendly. I don't think so. Yeah, but yeah, maybe I mean, we're supposed to be tricked into thinking he's Gandalf and he's really going to be Saruman, or maybe yeah, he's like I think nobody. He, I don't know. Right. Yeah. I think he is just Gandalf, but I just feel like they picked a guy who also is very. Uh, I don't know. Like you, you could you could go either way, and he's also a really good actor, and he is really he these is, lines because because when he because when he kind of like uh like like when when the best facial expression he had is when they're talking about um, Malva's snoring or not Malva's snoring uh, yeah and he does M- that M- little Marigold, shrug and he's that little yeah. like look over his shoulder like I don't know I guess you, you I mean you do snore a little bit right you know it looks like a Gandalf expression doesn't it I yeah. was like that is yeah. so Ian McKellen Gandalf he's like right he's there. like and trust me I know what snoring is I've got a wizard who's wears flannel. <laughs> yeah. Who, uh, <laughs> that's right, dude. Oh, keep my a kingdom Lord, up. I've heard, keep a kingdom I've heard up. The snoring of all snores. <laughs> oh my Lord, the Lord uh, of the snores. Lord of the snores. Snore but, of the rings. Yeah, I just feel like yeah, his face was was really really you know he really captured sort of a friendlier um you know yeah. feel there or something. But aspect. Yeah. I get you though. I mean, you know, I I 
I'm like, because I came out of this and I was joking with you at the beginning. I was just like, do not insult <laughs> question. <laughs> or question any move made by the gospel of Payne and McKay. Right, right. So yeah. it yeah, just, because uh, mean... right now I am really still enjoying it and I, and I, I do yeah. really, really like it. And I'm, I'm big on it. Like I'm out here tweeting things about stupid Hobbit wheels that are actually not probably going to be the doors. I but think that's, I think that's there. an awesome theory though. I mean like well, that. They're not I, nearly I'm big sh- enough to be doors, but still. Doors. <laughs> and it, it, I, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I, I am enjoying it too. Like, and I, like I said, but again, my favorite part of it is talking with our friends and then us talking about yeah. it together because everyone catches something different. Everyone's got a different idea about something. And I just enjoy the conversations and the, like the friendships that build around it. So yeah, that yeah, for yeah. me is yeah. even more enjoyable than well, the show. Where, and that's like, and, yeah, in, in middle school when I watched these movies, I didn't have friends, so the yeah. movies like kind of were my friends. And right. now as an adult, I, I have so many. I'm, I'm so lucky to have so many friends and and of the highest quality. And so yeah. now it's all about like, what did you think? Like, I want to know. Yeah, just discussing. Yeah, and, and yeah, yeah. I want to yeah, hear people's reactions. That gives me just as much almost, joy. Yeah, we're almost cool with just sitting back, and that's why. Like none of these students who who come up to me know that I do a. I would be shocked if they if if you, if you do like let me know stop by my room and say hey Mr. Kirk what's up right. listen to the show right uh, I doubt it but 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 really it's it's sort of like like they they come by though and they they see my posters they know what they they know what I'm into and we they see yeah. the the books on the shelf and stuff so uh, they feel comfortable coming in and talking about those things and I'm just shocked that they and I just sit back like I'm just like yeah wow yeah. that is an authentic walk by you know you could because i have an english teacher who comes down he's like you know i'm liking a lot about this show but i just can't like galadriel i just i just mm -mm, not feeling it. a lot of people are not not feeling it and i so so to give him a shout out i mean he was just like yeah like i like this i like that and you know that that seems really cool and there's there's cool things that i he's like i don't know much about the silmarillion or anything but i'm i'm enjoying it so far just the galadriel is just i'm just off-putting and it's likes every other thing like a rondier loves a rondier you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. loves a character that's not even that's a created character. Like loves it. Yeah. This is an English teacher. So yeah. it's it's so interesting just on how what people will connect with or what they like and dislike and stuff. So and that's what we're here for. That's why we have the Hobbit Hotline and that's why we you know chat about all yeah. these things because it's just a it's a fun time. I think who was it that was it uh, Nicole or Amanda? I think probably Todd. All of them. All three said it. Uh, we have more. <laughs> I'm just you know. <laughs> long night uh <laughs> late night and uh but it's just like that we have more air quote tolkien and some people are like you say tolkien how dare you say that just more yeah, tolkien right. well i don't know there's right. characters in here called like elrond and, and gladriel so like, <laughs> like right, i think right. he they came up with those names so uh <laughs> anyway who's like tolkien I've, all right they're in Middle Earth. They're in Middle Earth for crying out loud. So, yeah, but, I know, I know. Anyways, I'm, I'm in. Yeah, we're still enjoying it here. We're just kind of talking. It's interest. We want to bring in that perspective, which is like, hey, yep. this is sort of a bone to people who are like, I don't like it, and I don't know why I don't like it, or, or like I've, yeah, I've just, thought of something different myself, or you know, yeah, and we're we're reevaluating week to week too. We're thinking like, okay, well, you know, like I said, like I thought we would be. I I, I enjoy the slow pace. Or the slow, whatever <laughs> the deeper character it's, it's, development. It's a three-two count for you right now. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. a full count. Right yeah, now. I mean, I mean, it's the it's not quite the bottom of the ninth. It's almost like it's the sixth inning, and we have a chance to go up. 
and yeah, it's a full count. Am I going to be able to bring some? Or are they? I'm on. I'm on second or something. Yeah, yeah. Here to are they going to be able to bring me in? Ed's the know? one sweating in the batter's box here. I'm sitting here like, oh yeah, no, shoot, I think man. Payne and McKay, Payne and McKay are are, are uh, switch hitting together. True. That's true. Uh, <laughs> one's on the left, one's on the right. Yeah. But um, no, I'm, I'm, just, I'm like, seeing trouble. I'm seeing trouble. I'm seeing trouble. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> and I'm trying to hit a trouble. Uh, I just I I think to myself, yeah. The so. I think this is one of the issues I'm having too. Like when it is so focused on character development and I'm not digging the Isildur Elendil character, yeah. you know, interactions. I don't like Isildur. Digging, yeah, I'll say, I'll and, say that. I don't, I'm not a fan. I, see, I don't like Elendil. I, I feel like Elendil, I mean, I think oh, they're wow, both okay. being portrayed wrong, but like, I don't like how he's like, whatever, son, you suck. I'm not proud of you. You're a piece yeah, of garbage. Actually, I'm like, even what? today, even today, uh, Lottie was like, he's like, that, yeah. why is he doing, why is he being so... That's you know. not like who Lendil is, and then like when he's joking around about like, oh, it's more of a lord, really. But hey, hold on, it's almost like I mean, a Sildor though. What is what is a Sildor doing? Well, I, well, yeah, no, I think the yeah, right. A Sildor is kind of like this. Do you want to go west or not, bro? Like, where's your right? brother? He's at, very by the way? indecisive, and he's like super pouty. Did you and... guys just leave your sister and not say goodbye? Because that's <laughs> right, like, right, right. what is going on? Oh, wait uh, until you hear this guy's theory on like who Aodian should have been. It's it's. Oh wow. wow! Okay, uh, it's just amazing. Like to me, it's more powerful. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I I don't I don't even know where I was. I just evaluating week to week. Like yeah, well, yeah. If it's if it's gonna be more character driven and like some of the the character development isn't like going the way I anticipated or even like what I kind of hope for, like characters that I, I want to like are not like, I'm not liking a And I want to love a Cause mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. connection to Aragorn and, and like the Gilgalad stuff, like I'm not really loving Gilgalad and I feel like he's kind of slimy and right. And that's, he's the high King. He's like, he's like this guy who is Sauron's great enemy, you know? And, mm-hmm. um, or who's, you know, his great enemy is Sauron. However you want to look at it. And, so it, when you're spending more time on those char- those character interactions and they're not enjoyable, then it's just like, well, what what do we do? Like it's, it's like a double whammy of sure of suck kind of, and so right, yeah, right. and so and and yeah, we're at see we're at episode five, right? Episode five, so we got a, a few uh, three more, yeah, three and more. yep. I'm like, they better hurry up. They better, well, like, you know, I don't know. And for me, it's like, That's so, all. so from uh, the characters I gravitate towards, right? The stranger, I'm like, love it. I, this is, this is cool. And so, yeah, if they, no, if they, but great. if they did that, like, if they did that wrong, though, you know, if I didn't like the right, way right, they were developing yeah. my guy, right. I get it. That's what I'm saying. I, I get how, yeah. Cause right now, I'm, I was thinking, man, maybe I'm really going to be like a big, like, a Lindiel or a Sealdor fan. And I'm like, didn't win me over yet. Like, oh no! You know, like they didn't well, the pull cool me over about, there. Yeah, and the cool thing about the stranger too is like he's he's kind of bonus, right? And maybe that's why it's so enjoyable too. Is true. Whoever he is, we didn't we we didn't we by his, the very nature of his character, we had no idea who he was going to be. Right. And and we didn't even know he was going to be this cool. Yeah. Or that he at the very beginning we didn't know that he was going to be potentially Gandalf. Like we had no no clue or or a starry or something like that. So the fact that he's kind of trending that way, yeah, yeah, that's, makes a, that's a good interesting. thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that mixed in with all but, the other kind of stuff too. I don't know. It's just sort of it's it's difficult to. Yeah, I don't know. Like I'm I'm trying. I'm not. I'm not. I don't. <laughs> I don't good. dislike it. I don't yeah. dislike it. I just I I'm. 
I mean, I'm still rooting for Antima. Like he's my fa- honestly. I told Sarah today I'm watching for Antima the rest of the season. Oh yeah, like, I, want I, Anthony, I, I want Anthony's character to do well because he's like an amazing guy, and he, I feel like the character is really, actually, like very, very, very interesting and compelling. And he seems like I think something's gonna happen. I almost feel like you. he's, I, I he is, but he, to me, he feels like the Samwise of Numenor. Yeah, like he's all yeah, about his friends. He he's trying to keep Rosie. everyone together. He's got his Rosie and like, you know, the other characters. I'm like, I don't know. I can't figure you out. I can't hold you better than I can hold a wet fish. Like Muriel seems like she's just at the, at the whim of whoever, whoever is like closest to her will influence her. Farazan is not portrayed how I thought he was going to be. Um, right. Like, like I, to, to your friend's point, the, the, te- your fellow teacher Galadriel has, she hasn't softened any and she hasn't like she, she hasn't like shown any other like it's just one gear all the time mm-hmm. it's either pissed off or super pissed off and mm-hmm. and i'm yeah. like it does get kind of tiring you're like okay i kind of get how maybe gilglad wanted to send you away <laughs> like i don't know and yeah well i feel bad about that like saying that but um yeah and she admits I, that I just, she is right, yeah, i she think does. meant to be like yeah. they have designed her to be a divisive sort of uh figure they have and and I get that too. I get that. Yeah. And so maybe you're right. Maybe your point, it's like me adjusting to a TV show. It's like, it's not going to change as quickly as you think. I well, don't know. yeah. And I know, but I get it though. That's the, that's the frustrating part with the, like there. Yeah. Cause yeah. again, I just go back to Andor, which I just watched and everyone's like, thank God they dropped three episodes on that. Because if you were to watch one episode, you're like, what? He walked into a brothel and that's it. Sorry. Spoilers. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, I know big big tone change in Star Wars. Uh, it was it was like Dang, and everything TV happens 14 there. Like, or is yeah, it TV should, 14 it, or it, it it should be. You go watch it and, and text me afterwards and say, okay. uh, "Hello, uh, okay, there, okay. hello there." Some, because some Twilight's walking around or what's, what's crazy? It's just crazy. I mean, <laughs> it's more than I thought. But decided um, to flip over. Am I am I on HBO or is this like Disney I was Plus? Say, intimacy what's going coordinator. On here? Yeah. Was that the who intimacy coordinator? No, they, that's where they should have hired one, and they didn't. Like it's like, whoa, uh, you guys know what show you're on? So, oh my gosh, well, Disney sorry, Plus, yeah, the anyway. pluses for something. I won't yeah. say anything else about that, but I, yeah. So no, that's cool. I'm glad you shared it because it's it's good. Yeah. I think people will be like, all right, like that's that's interesting to hear. And and some folks, I know. So when we start talking about second age stuff, some people have you know this boom click off, like they want to kind of. That they don't yeah, want to know, yeah, yeah. or or some people like Andrew are like, man, I want to know more about this stuff. Like, I don't care if yeah, I read yeah. spoilers. I want to just kind of read and then still kind of keep guessing. Which is the other cool part that they think they've done, which is to say, yeah, even if you you're that guy who's going to go research until one o'clock in the morning, you you still you still are going to be along for a ride, some guessing game and stuff. Yeah, which yeah yeah, if you like that, that's cool. If if you're like, this ain't my story, then I I hear right. you. Right, because it's not right. the one that you. It's not. It is not Lord of the Rings. It is not uh, the same it's style not. at all. No, so. it's not. Yeah, it's it's but not. I can acknowledge to, that. Yeah, and to make it feel like that, I think you would have to fill in gaps just differently. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So anyway, I I don't. Yeah, I'm not trying to be like a. I don't want to sound like I'm flip flopping or something or what. I, I I'm just. I'm literally week to week. I'm thinking. Yeah, what are your thoughts? You know, yeah, you're feeling you're, you're, well, and, and because I'm that guy too. Like you know me, if someone, if everyone loves something, I tend to not like that. Yeah. If no one likes something, I tend to love it. Mm-hmm. And so, like the at least if the, if you're listening to the masses, it feels like a lot of people are not responding to the show. Mm-hmm. So I should I should like by the nature nature of my of who I am, I should love it. 
right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I started off loving it, and I still, I still enjoy it a lot. Right. But I'm not loving it as a whole as much as I thought I would. And yeah. so I hope I get some of that back. Like I hope I, I hope I'm not being influenced. I don't think I am. I think dude, I really. I dude, think this, this is really like is my this is own. like where is it shocking to you? Because well, I feel like I'm. It's it's almost <sighs> like there is a dark lord in your i can't see oh, you right on. now and i'm sort i'm sort of wondering like is that really what that feels no no like? i'm just kidding i'm just I'm, I'm, i can't Dang see it, so I don't sitting, feel no like i'm messing with you i'm trying to make a joke because i'm thinking <laughs> like is is there like a black rider over there with like a knife to your back saying <laughs> to you my, say to my you neck. say every word of this and i if you deviate <laughs> from script uh, if Ez sniffs any any you know whatever you're then i'm dead, here he's you're gone too. yeah he's yeah. gone we got one outside his house too he takes his hood off and it's Peter Jackson. Oh my god! <laughs> wow, dude! Oh my god! Wow! Yeah. No, I. This is all like, believe me, this is as unexpected for me as it is for yeah, anyone yeah, who's yeah. listening, going like, "Wow, Lane, yeah. what the heck?" Yeah, because you messaged uh, me out of the blue and you're like, "Dude, don't go down this rabbit hole." I went down. It's just save you. Like, no, I mean, actually, really though, it's. I mean, it just depends on what you want to look into. And Lauren, like, this is somebody it's else true. who said, I'm going to pitch a whole different show. I've done that with yeah. Rise of Skywalker and other shows that have been like, yeah, See, how, yeah. how would you do it? You know, because yeah. I didn't like it. What are some other stories out there that, like, you know, you could have done something slightly different here and there. And, and yeah. Yeah. You, you, if, when you know enough about something that you're passionate about, you, you feel like yeah. you, you can do that. And if you can... By all means, that's cool. I like to see people go out there and, and, and try that, especially doing it beforehand. Like, hey, here's how I would do it. Let's see how they do right. it. And that's that's what compelled me the most by this thing is is yeah. like it was I mean, it was he recorded all these before. He's been releasing them kind of, I think, uh like a week at a time. But um Yeah. Yeah. And then to see how it is tied in. I'm telling you, man, when you see that opening, how he envisions the opening scene, it blew my mind. Well, I'm gonna watch and it right I, after this and I'm gonna text you. <laughs> It seems like just slight, slight changes too. Like it's almost like everything is still there. It's just he. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It just. Yeah. yeah. I'm very conflicted. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's a tempest in me. Yeah, there definitely is. You and Gladriel. <laughs> Good lord! Can you imagine the two of us together? It'd be. It'd be. What hell. would that be like? Fire and water. It would just be a, a rage storm. Yeah. Ah! I'd just screaming. <laughs> <laughs> Who could scream louder? Maybe we can get oh, Morphe Clark on here and, and just do that. You know I would I mean? love it. I still I still find her so compelling too. Like that's the thing. Like I Yeah. I, I'm not trying to like I, I hope man, I hope like someone in the show wouldn't hear this and go like what a douche. Like this guy's I'm yeah. not I'm not ripping it's just it's just um I don't know. I, I don't know what it is. Maybe it is just me adjusting to the TV format I, i'm gonna i'm gonna say it's that but yeah yeah well i mean i know the guy who plays so is it uh tristan who plays uh farazan he's sitting there going like really watch uh, yeah. me watch me put on this golden robe watch me it's pull out like... these uh watch me do battle here right in the same way that i don't care what don monahan thinks of me i kind of don't think i kind of like if tristan hates me that's fine too like i don't really care wow I hope he messes. Like, I'll, I'll, I, I hope I'll, we get a message from him that just says, "I hate you guys." <laughs> it's just like, all right, that'd make my day. There's a couple, there's always like a couple actors where I'm just like, that's fine if they don't like. It's it's just you know, there's and this is based off of nothing. The wrong way. This is based off of nothing other than his acting. Like he's just out there <laughs> exactly. acting like Farazan. You're like, I don't like that Farazan. I don't like the <laughs> yeah. way we get. Pearl, they made him look. <laughs> Pearl, 
like real simple. It's almost like we get real hobbity there, and that we're just sort of like, you know what? I, know. I don't even have a good reason, and I'm gonna tell because you, I don't have a good reason because I've yeah, be- I don't like. I've this become guy. what I hate. Yeah, yeah, that's that's so true. That's, that's so funny. true. That's All right, funny. All well, right buddy. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're burning the midnight oil. So we are, man. Friends, hey, thank you guys. Uh, we'll be back with our Hobbit Hotline. Feel free to call in on Monday. Share your opinions. If if you watch the link down below, call in. We can discuss that. Talk about it. Yeah, See what you guys think. Because I'll be watching it too. Yeah. And and if you want, we can kind of reserve that segment. We'll let you know when that's coming, so that way you guys yep. are uh, prepped for that. We'll make sure we we t- we uh, touch on that. But uh, friends, hey, send us in a um, uh, something to the Bywater Post if you wouldn't mind. It's something for the show. I will, we'll read stuff about the show. We haven't really got much on, really on it. Cool. Yeah, so that's yeah. Uh, an unexpected pod at gmail.com. And friends, be sure to follow us over on social media at Uptalk and Tolkien. Send us that Shadow Facts as well. The Shadow Facts is what I just mentioned. So why am I, you know, what's wrong with me? You know, <laughs> where's the script? Where's the daggone script? Anyway, well, go you ahead. Hey. Writers and editors, hey, get I, to it. I, I like whistling, so <laughs> uh, send us that Shadow Facts. We'll see you at the Hobbit Hotline in just a couple days. Uh, enjoy your weekend. Hopefully, you enjoy this episode. And and I don't know. Don't let don't let my doubts infiltrate your thoughts. <laughs> Have your own doubts though. If you are, you know, I mean, question yourself. Question yourself. Sure. Question your love for this show or your hate for the show. Like maybe other people too are like, I don't know. They're shifting the other way. And sure. And you know, I don't. I mean, like parts of Middle Earth got sunk. You know what I mean? It's, it's it changes. It Things changes. change. Yeah. And and Numenor was raised from the depths. So hey, Tempest you know, change. anything can happen. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> uh so remember all that. And uh yeah, maybe this is what my problem is, is that Sauron lives. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.